Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 390, recorded on September 1st, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about everything, all at once, everywhere, now. Jesse, go! Welcome, everyone, to Nintendo Dads. It's episode 390, and if you didn't know it, we have now employed John Mashita, the Micro Machine Man from the 80s, to do our <laughs> intros. Uh, he's joining us live on the show tonight. Um, fantastic, Tim. That was just brilliant. Uh, it is September the 1st, 2022. Man, where has this year gone? Uh, I'll tell you where it's gone. Uh, right down the toilet. <laughs> Kind of feels like that. No, 2022 has not been that bad, has it? I don't know. We'll talk about it maybe tonight. We're all good. Yeah, we're good. We're We're totally fine. Totally fine. Speaking of totally fine, joining me on the show tonight, our usual cavalcade of characters uh, from around the internet, uh, eight-year employee of the the year running, uh, pushing the keys over there, making sure everything sounds good. Jesse Waldack, how you doing? Pretty good. So just OBS decided they wanted to be difficult today. So I launched OBS and said, there's an update. I'm like, okay, update. And then it updated. And then it said, okay, yeah, this update broke every plugin you had. I'm like, guys. So I now had to download the new plugin for Steam Deck, of course. Then for Stream Deck, not Steam Deck, different thing. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, that means I had to update Stream Deck and then update the plugin. And... O- OBS still says the plugin doesn't work and it really only half works. It works enough for what I need to do the show, but it doesn't it things are not working the way they're You know what I recommend? You know what my recommendation is? Take a hammer to it. That's it. <laughs> Be done with it. Take a hammer to it. Send the pieces send the leftover pieces to Streamlabs and say look what you did. There you go. This is on you. It's on you. Yeah, they'll buy you a new computer, I'm sure. Right? Or not. Um, yeah. Speaking of buying in business, Justin Masson, there with the yellow glasses of sunshine. Absolutely. How Love are we it. today? Man, uh yeah, thanks for thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Guys, aren't, pretty you, good just, week. aren't you just a like a glorified guest at this point? I feel like it some days. I, I always realize I say thanks for having me, and then I'm like, isn't it isn't it shouldn't you be thanking me for having us? I don't know anymore. I mean, I don't want to, yeah. you know. You can send your thank yous to Nintendo Dads at Gmail. You're only right? a co-founder of the show, Justin. I know, right? Right? I, and I think you and I are the only the only ones owning stock in this thing, Jesse. I mean, you and I can pull the plug on this thing and run anytime we want. Man, I am, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. It's been a great, it's been an interesting week. It's been a great week. It's been a great week for Nintendo Dads. Hmm. What? what I'm going to say. It's been a great week for Nintendo Dads, and we have got some exciting news, but we're not going to share with that quite yet. But I'm going to tell you, you're definitely going to want to keep your eyes uh, peeled and connected to Nintendo Dads over the coming weeks because we have got something pretty freaking amazing to share with all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just going to let out of the bag right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been purchased by the Embracer Group. You know, it finally <laughs> happened. The sons of bitches finally came and got us. You know, you know, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Am I? That. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Justin, uh, that that's wow. That's low hanging fruit. But I do want to say that if the Embracer Group is listening, I we told them before all, we will totally oh, for accept sure, the absolutely, for sure, and for a lot less than you'd actually think yeah, we'd be look, worth. All all you have to give us is like ten dollars and a twelve pack of crumble cookie, and we're good. Um, oh man, crumb. Where can we like? 
I feel like I feel like the journey on Crumble Cookie was like a really hot minute. I mean, we had a really good time with them. I feel we like did. it was like a, a four week fling with Cum- Crumble Cookie, and then it they was, just it was, ghosted us. It was a uh, it was a one night stand with Crumble. Yeah, and I woke up when there's just crumbs in the bed, and I was like, "Get out of yeah. here, you get yeah. out of here." Tim, um, what's going on in your world with Crumble Cookie? Crumble Cookie, your your daughter still work there? What's going on there? No, they, the Nintendo they they failed to work with the Nintendo dad, and she said, right. "If you don't work with them right now, yep. I'm yep. out of here." And yep. they didn't do it, so she was like, Boom. "I'm out. I'm going Bye. to work at Ace Hardware." So she works for Ace Hardware now. Well, if Ace Hardware wants to sponsor <laughs> us, you know, I've heard Ace is a place for the helpful hardware man. That's correct. That's where my son works. That yeah. kind of goes with our new slowing Nintendo dads is a place for the grumpy video game man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get off my lawn. Get out yeah. of here, kids. Especially when it comes to EA. That'll that'll get me uh, Absolutely. Sure, yeah. Well, guys, <laughs> um, we're going to have a lot of fun on the show tonight. Got uh, absolutely zero news because, good Lord, what is Nintendo doing? Uh, we have no clue. But, hey, we got rumors and we've got what we've been playing and other stuff to talk about. So let's just dive straight in, shall Do we? It. I'm sorry. I t- <laughs> the, the, the audio on my end cut out, and it sounded like somebody was playing that bumper with pots and pans. It was like, Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Nintendo Dad's nearly yeah. eight years running and really yeah, held together with duct tape and shoestring. Uh, um, <laughs> well, one that probably could be OBS is a graded fault. No, two, the music cuts out for me every week when you play it. Oh, okay. It's, it was just especially yeah, distorted tonight. Where it used to be, we could hear it fully, and then I think you changed the setting, and then it yeah, stopped it's again. Nice. So, we just okay. never had the heart we, to tell you. We roll. It's with been it. like this for years. We just roll. <laughs> it's been. Yeah, you never told like me this for a year. No, there yeah. was a, there was a, there was hey, a small look, time yes, where it, it sounds working. It sounds fine in the recording, and that's what matters. Yeah, <laughs> right. But in our ears, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> Uh, at least it's not like you know. I know there was something you had okay. where we could hear it, uh, and then now original sound was off in, in Zoom. I just turned it on. Sorry, right, let's, oh. let's, let's, let's let's try. Okay, let's try it again. Can we Ready, try Marty, the do it again. again. Let's do it. This is yeah. Go ahead, Marty. Oh yes, <laughs> it did not sound it. like pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the remix version. Oh. Um, so guys, listen. Now that Jesse's fixed everything. Our news is brought to you by uh, you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, uh, where for as little as a dollar a month, you join up with the greatest community of all time. The greatest community of all time, baby. Get over there, throw a dollar in your Discord machine or in your Patreon machine. You get to be in there with all the Nintendo Dads talking and throwing all the plunders. And for $5, we elevate you, baby. We we push you a little bit up the card. You know, we we, get, we give you a little push, and we get you up there, and you get all the uh, sub-channels and all that stuff. You can talk about wrestling. You can talk about the monthly mayhems. You can talk about uh, the snacks and everything there. And for $10, uh, you get an art card and po- pre- and post-show audio. And this week on the po- pre- and post-show audio, uh, you, you're going to get all kinds of goodies. Uh, We've got a new mean, art card coming real soon, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we got real some soon. good stuff. And then, and then, listen, listen for thirty dollars. For thirty dollars, you can be a, a VIP Patreon. And what you do is you get up there and you become a limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun. Woo! Thank you. 
so glad you caught that. Uh, you're welcome. Anyway, you I, get to, I, you're almost going. My pop you get out. to be a Patreon producer, which means you get to be on the show with all of us, baby. <laughs> I almost spit my uh, pop out at that that line. Yes, I love it. The Jets and the... you get to listen. You get to for thirty dollars. You get to come over here and ride Space Mountain. <laughs> That sounds that like a bad a, after that. It's a great ride. Was that a euphemism for something? Justin, I'm just talking about Disney World. You get in there and it's dark. You're flipping and flying all over the place. Think you're in space or something. You know, it scared me to oh. death down there. I didn't never go on it again. I almost threw up so, in my... So, so while you're doing... Mm. While you've been doing that, Ibiso's just been having fun in the chat. And I, I go, you know, spending that bounty board money on emotes, huh? Yep. There you go. There you go. Uh, so anyway, head over to patreon.com slash Nintendo dads and sign up or don't. Uh, that I may think, have as, I you think after that, it. people are like, you owe me money for what you just made me go through. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, hey, so listen. let's talk about uh, the news, guys. Splatfest world premiere was over the weekend. Uh, Justin and I got to play uh, with Ebusel and some other folks uh, and Isaac, uh, my son. Uh, Tim, did you get to join in at all during the weekend? I know you you were kind of busy. Last two hours of it, I did get to join in. Okay, Jesse, I, we know you don't care anything about Splatoon. Correct. Okay. Silence. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to throw here, um, just just very quickly, Justin, uh, Tim, and I, what, what are y'all's first impressions of Splatoon 3? What do you think after the very first Splatfest? By the way, Rock won. How in the crap did Rock win? When scissors went in with a full one point percentage lead in into the half. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, recount. It, we need to recount. Yeah, confusing. It's confusing. <laughs> so here's my here's my here's my thoughts of of um I had fun playing Splatoon. Yeah. I would have had fun, or I should say I had fun playing Splatoon 3. I equally have fun playing Splatoon 2. And had I not known this was Splatoon 3, I would have had no clue that it was a different Splatoon. Uh, so I, I it, it confirmed to me there wasn't a lot of different things cha- changed or added to it. Um, I thought the some of the online functionality, although it was clunky at times, but, but the ability to be able to connect with your folks relatively easily, set your rooms relatively easily. I thought that was good. We did definitely did have some dropouts. You were not getting any of your XP or any of that stuff earned against it. So that was really a pain, but it did exactly what I wanted to, which was I jumped mm-hmm. online with friends. I played games together. They were quick. They were tight. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. We won some, we lost some. It's exactly what Splatoon needs to be for a multiplayer function. But again, I don't know if there was enough in that to say, wow, that's Splatoon 3. Do you know what I mean? I could have just been like, hey, Marty, you want to jump on and play some Splatoon 2 this weekend? We could have done that too, and we would have been just fine. 2.5. I totally agree with that. Uh, Justin, let me ask you this, just from your time on it, because you did refer to it. Do you feel like that most of the improvements going into this, like coming or coming out of it, like going into Splatoon 3, most of the improvements have been under the hood improvements? A hundred percent to to online multiplayer specifically. Hundred percent. Okay, Tim. What about you? What were your thoughts from the couple hours you got in? I agree with everything you just said. Uh, agree with you guys, but I had a blast even still. And I think this, you know, yeah, it's a basically new coat of paint on what seems like Splatoon two. But I also know that I don't play it enough to recognize 
all the differences that are going on. I'm just a casual player jumping in and it feels like, Oh, Hey, maybe they just updated it. If I did, if there wasn't a number three on there, like you guys said, you know, so, but I still had a blast and noticed how much a difference there was with joining people. Because when I joined in, I think carpool gaming was on a lot of the people in the carpool gaming community. And, um, they were, I, w- I was able to see them and in, in my lobby, I guess, if you will. Um, but what I really appreciated too, was the ability to pick different weapons, try them out, um, and jump in. And I don't remember too being able to do it that easy. It seemed a lot easier to be able to do that. If at all, to be able to pick different weapons in between matches, by the way, I was able to swap out, uh, weapons. And then while the counter counting down was going on, I was able to practice a little bit, get used to it, try it out. And then pile jumped into a game. So, especially with some of the newer weapons that I'm not familiar with, I was trying to play with. And I, I had a blast for the last two hours that I was able to stay on. So looking forward to it. And I, I to think that, that one of the things that, that I noticed that I was kind of disappointed in from the beginning was, you know, you go in, it starts, you, you run into the area where you go find your online matches. Right. And uh, it was me and Justin and Isaac. And then eventually Ebucel joined us couple of disappointing things that I noticed. One, there was absolutely no directions on how to get into a game with yeah. friends. Yeah. That like it. Yeah, you guys struggled this, with that at the beginning. Like, yeah. We that. touted yeah. this big thing like, oh, you can see who's on. You can see you can join them straight from their ghost. OK, great. But how do I group up? Yeah. Nothing about that. So I finally managed to stumble into that. The second thing was, it was funny. It's already interrupted before you get to the second point. It was funny from the beginning. You were like, at first you guys were on the high trying to like, oh yeah, we're going to play. And then you felt like at first you weren't going to be able to join. Oh, there's no join friends in this test run. And then wait, I think I found it. No, I didn't. Yes. No. Yes. (laughs) That's how it was just, it was pure experimentation. But the other thing that, that was really kind of disappointing about it, um, just in the initial part, and there's other one other really disappointing thing I want to talk about, but it has nothing to do with this, uh, was that when you disconnected, you had to redo that game, that that room all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, which I guess I can kind of get, but I I, I did read that the uh, ping rate or whatever it's called for like frames per second online was the exact same as Splatoon 2 and actually lower than Splatoon 1. Really? Uh, so I don't know if that had anything to do with the server disconnect yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Is obviously they're testing. server latency. So the yeah. higher the number, the worse. Yeah. So yeah. If the lower number is, then it means it was better. If well, the no, it was, was it was the ping. Well, this, this said that it was, well, yeah. it, it seemed it, the way the article read, it was more. It was better for Splatoon, but yeah, I read. I, that, I read the same article, and yeah, they said that Splatoon's ping was lower than Splatoon two and Splatoon threes. Well, it's it's. I, I think in the in both cases, those we, games we know the switch the networking Splatoon. architecture is less yeah. than it could but be. To that end, I do think that the uh, the the improved matchmaking and things like that is going to go far. For this game, I like that you're able to get in there and try out weapons and things while you wait for a match to connect. I thought that was a really nice touch uh, mm-hmm. to be able to like do almost tutorial esque type things uh, and test out different combinations and decide what you wanted. But uh, there, 
The other downside that I want to talk about is a feature that they're building the game around uh, for this third or the second sequel, and that is the tricolor battles, which, oh, my gosh. That bad? Well, you played them, right? I didn't play the tricolor. Okay, so the tricolor battles popped up every now and then when you play, uh, you know, just matchmaking, or you can just – there's a setting that says tricolor battles, and I, I don't remember if I was able to go to that or not. It looks like it may be all you're able to play, like in the regular release. But it's the winning team, like there's a halftime report, I guess, kind of thing. It's like, oh, we're halfway through the splat fest. Let's show you the standings. And it comes up and it's like uh, scissors is 34.1%. They're in the lead. And uh, rock is 33%. And um, uh, paper is 32%. So here's, you know, going into it, uh, scissors is going to be the defending team. So there's four scissors players on each team. Uh, there's two of the other team and they throw you into this match and they tell you nothing. It's just like, yep, it's tricolor battle. Go. Well, there's this thing in the middle of the map called an ultra signal. All right. And basically what it is, is you're having as the, the defending team, you cannot get the ultra signal. You have to defend it. Well, they don't tell you that mm. to begin with in the demo or the preview, whatever, if you, if the opposing team ever captured the ultra signal, it would shoot off into the atmosphere and activate a permanent oppressive rainmaker in their ink color that constantly rains on your territory until the end of the game, not only changing the color of ink, but also causing pretty devastating damage to anybody who's under it trying to ink it. And so what I found in the tricolor battles is as soon as someone got the ultra signal, it's over. Okay. Yeah. It was, and there's no way to turn it off. So that sounds like something that they can balance. Oh, I'm sure. And they did say something about uh, this week about they've heard feedback and they understand and they're going to, Please understand, you know, they're going to balance it out, hopefully, and things like that. But please understand. Yeah. Nice. Um, It was not an enjoyable time. And and honestly, here's the deal. If that caused that big a difference in the Splatfest for, like, not only for Scissors, who was in first, to not only lose, not second place, but to go all the way to third then that's a big problem because it's kind of manic. Like you're, yeah, there's only two people on the other team, but if the other two, but if both teams figure out, Hey, we got to put pressure on the ultra signal uh, and, and kind of start teaming up that defending team is they're lost. They're done. Yeah. They're done. Huh? How I just they, didn't feel how like often it, are they doing the, how often do they say they're going to be doing the, 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 three yeah oh no the tricolor uh it didn't really say i mean it doesn't and and it doesn't seem like it's gonna because i still played some 4v4 matches uh in that second hour that i that i streamed but if the like that to me it was not as much fun as they made it look yeah It, it was a it was a real chore it was not fun to play those tricolor battles 
And again, as, I think the defending, as the defending team now, I may not be the defending team next time, and I may think it's great. Yeah. But anyway. Do you, and do we all kind of agree that like it just, you know, and I, and I think this goes back to Tim's point earlier, which was, you know, what we're hearing from Splatoon 3 is that the changes are really under the hood. And so it kind of feels like we we did see those changes here substantially enough to say, yeah, we understand that. Or we agree with that assessment. Yes, uh, under the hood, most definitely. I, I agree. And without playing uh, single player or anything else, I mean, there's not I'm not expecting a huge leap and bound from single player, honestly. Yeah. But um, I do wish that part of the weekend had been a test salmon run. Mm, that would have been good. Yeah. And we I, also I remember like the treehouse. The treehouse did that. show some of the one player too. And it was basically just a get help you get familiar with, with the game and the weapons and how everything works and stuff. So, and probably there's probably going to be some leaderboards on those, you know, and time, you know, timing runs and stuff like that. So didn't seem very story driven. Right. Yeah. And ideally, that's that's what I wanted. That's what I hope for out of this. But uh, I'm like you, Tim. I'm not going to play this like super competitively or anything. I'll jump in and play it to have fun. Uh, probably mostly sure around Splatfest, probably around the community type uh, yeah, stuff, and around yeah. the yep. community type stuff. And that's about it. Uh, but I'm so I'm looking forward to it. It's just honestly, I'm I'm finding that I'm more hype about the the Splatoon three Switch OLED. <laughs> which that I so good. At. I am talking myself out of on a daily basis. <laughs> like seriously, like I'm thinking, like okay, Isaac said he wants a Nintendo Switch OLED, so maybe I could give him mine. Isn't that how <laughs> Isaac? Isn't that how Isaac ended up with his other one? Uh, no, uh, we as how my daughter ended up with her Switch. Oh, got it. There I bought the OLED and gave her my old one because all she wants to do on its play. Uh, clubhouse games <laughs> and Animal Crossing. She doesn't even really play Animal Crossing anymore. Who does, right? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, Rock won the Splatfest. If you were Team Rock, good job. Uh, we'll get you next time. Big man for life. Um, also this week, there's some interesting tidbits. The Wii U and 3DS both had firmware updates. What year is it again? <laughs> was what was it just stability patches? Uh actually what? no, it was not. Um the 3DS firmware was updated to version 11.16.0-48U um which uh it will change the version number of the firmware. The official patch notes are are exactly like tonight's Wii U firmware update. The only thing Nintendo says Further Im, uh, improvements to overall system stability and other minor adjustments, but yeah. uh, it's because that's interesting. what everyone's been whining about is well, the firmware stabilities for the. It's Wii interesting that both 3DS. of these dropped at exactly the around the same time that uh, they stopped taking payments for. Well, the I'm e-shops. sure that was. Well, what I read or what what I heard from a, uh, someone on, on YouTube. Well, there's not, a trusted source. YouTube. I don't remember. Uh, I don't even remember the channel, but it sounds like someone who data mined it sounded like that there was change in the verbiage around COPPA messaging when making an account for kids. That's oh, really the only change. Hmm. Guys, let's let's just be honest here. Who uh, 
Who's still making kids' accounts for uh, 3DS? There's some poor person out there who's like, well, it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a 3DS I for the first I time. I haven't need to have made a kid's account in probably eight years. <laughs> well, uh, that means you probably have less passwords to uh, remember because I hate kids' accounts. They're terrible. Oh, I, I, I've maintained a document of kids' accounts and passwords. Yeah, because they're, what I'm doing. They're sure as hell are not going to remember it. Right. Thank you, Apple Notes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's a listen, the Wii U and the 3DS, they are more stable than they've ever been. It's going to be a resurgence is what's going to happen. They're uh, they're bringing back like the retro collection. Yeah. The uh, Wii U mini releases yep. next year. Exactly. Uh, a couple yes, of game classic. release. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The Wii U classic. That's right. Uh, preloaded with all five games from the Wii U that people care about. <laughs> uh, and one that what was would never those released. five games be, by the way. Uh, I don't and know. They've all, was they're all released. on Switch. Actually, you know what? It's the Kill only way sessions. that you're. It's the yeah. only way you're ever going to get um, Paper Mario Color Splash, yep. Twilight Nintendo Princess Land. HD, and Wind Waker HD. That's Nintendo it. Land. Yeah, that's a good Nintendo one. Nintendo Land, Land. and that's Star it. Fox Submerged. Yes. <laughs> Star Fox Submerged. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, a couple of game release updates here we want to uh, remind you about. Voice of Cards, The Beast of Burden, uh, now has a release date of September 13th. Well, that's just that, a couple that's weeks. Not, not just now has a release date. It was announced today. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. It's, but just because I've played the first two Voice of Cards games, I figured I'd throw it in. Yeah. Even though I never, um, I never finished the second one, but I'm still interested in trying the third. Gotcha. Uh, this is one I'm super interested in, Bear and Breakfast. Now has a release date of September 15th. Uh, that is the game where you are a bear and you build a bed and breakfast. I, I'm all in. Yeah, that, it looks uh, interesting for sure. Also coming on September 23rd and just uh, got a release date this week. Uh, Shovel Knight Dig. The yes. uh, Mr. Driller Shovel Knight clone. Uh, it's finally coming <laughs> uh, to Switch on September 23rd. Uh, you know, this is... Uh, I'm excited for this. Shovel Knight. How do you guys and like the, it? It, does. The it, looks, it looks super good. How do you guys like the influence of Nintendo there in regards to them being very silent when it comes to Shovel Knight Dig and then saying it's ready. It's coming out September 23rd. Yeah. You is know what? A, I really wish was coming out. I took it that way because they've been quiet the whole time. They Can I tell you what I really wish was coming out September time. 23rd? What's Shovel that? Knight 2. <laughs> They should might they might as well just change their name to Shovel Knight Club Games because that's all they're going to be able to make for the rest of their existence. Because Shovel Knight's so good. I walked in the other day, walked in the house, and I'm like, "Where's that music coming from?" And it's my son replaying Shovel Knight. Classic again. It's it's all the time he plays Shovel Knight, and I'm not mad about it. It's it's okay. Um, well, guys. Guess what? That's our news for this week. That's it. Uh, pretty sparse news week. Uh, and so we're going to take a Good quick night. ad break for <laughs> our sponsors. Hey, folks, today's episode of Tenor Ads is sponsored us by Manscaped. And of course, we've been talking about Manscaped for, well, 
almost a year now. Actually, I'll be honest, over a year. Why? Because we absolutely love Manscaped. Manscaped has been known for below the belt grooming. It is an absolute top end uh, fantastic company that offers amazing products. And we've talked about stuff like the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker. These are fantastic tools to make sure that you are staying trimmed and clean and kind of really taking care of yourself as you should. Now, it's back to school time. It's September. Maybe you're starting new routines. Head over to manscaped.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at checkout for 20% off and pick yourself up some new new uh, products from Manscaped. Again, maybe it's a 4.0 lawnmower taking care of that body hair, whether it's uh, below the neck or below the waist. They'll help you get rid of that, uh, that hair that you have there as well. And while you're there, check out some of their fantastic deodorant. Again, not only just ball deodorant, but also under the arm deodorant, which, by the way, I think is absolutely fantastic. And of course, shampoos can or shampoo, body wash. They have absolutely fantastic products. We love Manscaped products. Uh, they are they are some of the top. They're some of the best products you can get out on the market. Um, and like I said, not too long ago, if they were making um, hair gel, I would tell you if they had hair gel and toothpaste. My entire morning would be brought to you by Manscaped. I swear to you that uh, folks, again, that code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support of Nintendo dads. And we're going to be, conti- they're going to they're continue supporting us all the way through the end of 2022. Hey, back to you. Love it. Love it. Well, here's what we're going to do guys uh, right now. It's time for a juicy rumor. Which could be the reason why this was such a slow week. Right. It very well could. So I heard a rumor. Rumor has it. There's a only one. Thank you, Adele. I heard a rumor that we're getting a Nintendo Direct next week. And not only that, it is, quote, Zelda heavy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Question from a faithful listener of the show and one half of the Game Pass uh, dads. <laughs> is that the, that, that's not the name of their show, but they're dads. Game, Game Pass, Pass News. News. Yeah. Question from one half of Game Pass News, uh, Nick Tendo. He says, Do you guys think this Zelda heavy direct comes true? Was this Zelda stuff meant for the anniversary and just missed the date? I'm not going to you first, Justin, because you're going to do numbers and business and blah, blah, blah. I want to know what Jesse thinks. I think if it is Zelda heavy, the fact that this it missed the anniversary because of delays due to the, the Fire Nation attacking uh, is... Uh, very possible though I, I think if there is a direct at least I'm hoping it isn't primarily Zelda I want to hear other things too like if Zelda heavy means a quarter of it then sure but I don't want it a half depending on how long this thing is but presuming it's a 25 minute presentation I'm hoping Zelda is still less than 10 minutes Hmm. Okay. Tim, what say you? Is this real? I heard this is both Zelda heavy and their Metroid trilogies coming. So 
I think this is a you bunch say of BS. that about every direct though. No, every I direct, don't say this. Like, everybody you're else like, is yeah, saying that. it's Metroid time. Everybody else has been saying that. So, and I'm not going to believe it until I see any of this. It's okay, like, this is ridiculous, people. Every time we're every time there's a slow time, Nintendo directs come out like or don't come out. Then it's like, oh, they're ramping up for this or that, and it's Zelda or Metroid. Metroid Prime uh, trilogy, in fact, is what that was added to. But and then the Zelda heavy stuff, meaning that we're going to get the Twilight Princess and the Wind Wakers and and other things, you know. So, and I think even thought somebody was trying to put a claim, you know, trying to push Nintendo, uh, saying they hope it's Four Swords, which I don't blame them. I think it would be great an SO thing if they did a Four Swords thing. But, um, I to be frank, is I don't care. I, I would just want to direct and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Tired of all this stupid Zelda heavy Metroid. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, you're over there uh, making faces. So I want to know we're coming to you. Yeah. What do so you I, think? So I think a couple things. So since 2017, Nintendo every single year has released a Legend of Zelda game. Every single year. They've released a Legend of Zelda game on the Nintendo Switch. They will not leave 2022 without a Legend of Zelda game coming to the Nintendo Switch. I believe you will see the elusive Wind Waker Twilight Princess. I was assuming they would probably be separate games. Uh, The rumor right now is that it is a two-on cart or bundle on. Um. So I think they're going to do that. And then I think what we're going to end the end the direct with is a is the director of of um, Breath of the Wild 2 coming out and saying, we'd like to show you today a, a clip of a new trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Please enjoy. And we are going to get a title for what it is actually called as opposed to Breath of the Wild 2. Right. Um, and the sequel we are, to the legend of yeah, Zelda sequel to, we are going to get a really good look at it. And then the last thing we're going to get is like, like a March 17th, 2023. And that is a, a big flag stamp or whatever that they're going to put in the ground um, on it. I think that's really critical. Um, I'm I think sorry. They need, they need, I'm sorry. You're sucked into all this, Justin, too. I'm sorry. When he said that date, super cynical tonight. This is when he said that date. The first thing I thought of is: Is he missing his time in Ireland? Why? March seventeenth. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, good call. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I just picked that date. Right. What I'm just saying is, we are gonna get a release date for it. Um, See, it was subconscious. And, yeah, it's subconscious, and put the <laughs> and put the date down on it. Uh, I think that's gonna be critical for them. Um, so I think it's going to be very heavy, um, Legend of Zelda. So I'm so by heavy, we're going to see those two things. Um, I think in the directly, if I was to if I was to look at my crystal ball, uh, I think a couple of the things that I see actually being being mentioned here in the chat here as well from Ninfrendo, we are going to get a, a date for um, Advanced Wars. We'll see that in 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 calendar year uh, 2023 somewhere. Probably I'm going to suspect February. Uh, we're going to have a one last or not a one last thing, but a surprise announcement that Tunic will be coming to the Nintendo Switch um, in the month that of September. One I can get behind. I can get behind. Um, and you're also going to see that inscription is also coming to the Nintendo Switch in uh, oh my gosh. as well. You're also going to get a sneak peek at a new Donkey Kong game. 
And you will also, uh, that will be slated for 2023. Um, and then you are going to get um, the elusive Metroid Prime, um, not trilogy, but Metroid Prime remake right. uh, that's being shown off as well. That will be coming out in December. Hmm. Yes, Tunic okay. will be the same day as the PlayStation, uh, September 27th. So do you think that this is uh, the, the date that's being thrown around for this direct is, I believe, uh, 12th, September 12th, the 12th. Yeah. So, so the 12th is um, Tuesday, a Tuesday. That's that's usually a direct day. Well, 12th uh, of the Monday. A- 12th of Monday, I apologize. 12th of uh, Monday, that's not usually I, direct day. No, I support the some of that and believe some of that will happen, but definitely not all of that. Yeah, so I believe, <laughs> so I here's the thing is that they, they have done they have done it before the Tokyo Game Show. Tokyo Game Show starts on, I believe it's the 15th of September. So they're not gonna they're not gonna put on that date because of the fact that also tr- traditionally Tokyo Game Show has games that have been announced in the Nintendo Direct shown there. So they use that as a bit of vehicle. Um, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to put it out next week. And the reason being is their PR beat and their communication has to be around Splatoon three, right? That's where they're going to spend their energy yeah. next week is Splatoon three, Splatoon three, get, Splatoon get three. Get that out the door. Get and that then, out the door. That, that, they don't want to compete with Apple's iPhone 14. Because then after that, if you really think about it, what does Nintendo, Nintendo actually produced, created, built, not third party who owns whose IP. What does Nintendo have in the chamber now? Nothing. Mm. Bayonetta is not Nintendo owned, right? It's owned by Platinum. Pokemon is not owned by Nintendo. It's their own, right? Or the Pokemon company. So yeah, what is, I, yeah, what I is think, Nintendo? I think Sega still has some sort of licensing with. Yeah. What is Bayonetta Nintendo still? owned IP properties that we actually know and have a date for? We have nothing after Splatoon 3. So there is a large amount of space that Nintendo needs to begin to have a conversation to tell us why we need to be excited. And they're going to give us about a three month road or sorry, six month roadmap to get us hyped as we move into that space. Um, and again, maybe I agree like with all of that, except except that it's not specific to Zelda and Metroid. We've been burned too many times because of people saying it's going to be Zelda. It's going to be Metroid. It's something else completely. Now, Donkey Kong, possibly. I could see that one. Like some of those things you're saying, I can agree with. I just can't get behind the Zelda and Metroid. If it happens, great. I'm wrong. You know, I'll eat crow, whatever. But it's been, I've been burned too many times. That's why I'm like, I can't, I can't accept the fact that they're going to do a Zelda heavy direct. Maybe something Zelda might come about in it. Maybe one of those games might come about, but there's a lot of stuff you just mentioned there that sounds more like an E3 than it does uh, uh, September direct to me. And even E3 was a letdown because we didn't get any E3. <laughs> but I don't think Nintendo gives a damn about E3. Anymore. Right. So, so if they, if they want to set, if they want to set their marker every six months, they can do that. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, I the, last, the, last direct, that is. the last primary direct we got from them was February. No. Okay. I thought it was May or just not before that. No, was it February? Wow. I thought I thought, I thought last like big Nintendo Direct last big one. Was, okay. was February. I thought I could be wrong. Okay. No, right. Because if it was May, right. we'd all be like, well, what are you doing in E3? Which no, was that's nothing. right. Because they had the partner one and then they had yeah, they had, they've had a lot of uh, other yeah, weird ones. I'll go look. Ones. I'll go okay. look. 
There was a partner showcase, uh, 628. There was a the last big Nintendo Direct, the 9th of February. Yeah. That's so crazy. funny thing about that one. Y'all, uh, look. The, the, this, this is going around Twitter Monday. Someone, if you, Monday evening, if you Googled Nintendo Direct, one of the first matches was a link to... Justin's laughing. I think he knows where this is going. Yeah. There was a link to the 2.9.2022 presentation, but Google put in four days, reading it like the rest of the world reads dates, month. For good friends across the pond. The 2nd of September, which would have been today or tomorrow. (laughs) But of course. Yeah, and then and actually, I kind of I saw that the first time I saw that, I'm like, oh, interesting. Until I looked at the at it and like, oh yeah, that really is the the presentation from February. So yeah. of note in the uh, in this direct, the big the big one back on the the ninth of February, uh, we had revealed uh, up first Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes and Mario Strikers uh, Battle League, which are both out. Uh, Salmon Run from Splatoon Three was shown for the first time. Uh, Mouthful Mode uh, was shown off for Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which has since launched. Nintendo Switch Sports was revealed. It has since launched. Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Pass has uh, come out and launched. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was announced and has since launched. But Advance Wars also announced, but not here. Uh, No Man's Sky just got a release date this week. I believe it's October 8th or somewhere around in there. Um, yep. RPG Front Mission, still not available. Uh, Disney Speedstorm, still not available. Uh, Chrono Cross has come out. MLB The Show 22 has come out. Portal uh, Collection has come out. Live Alive has come out. Um, Taiko Natsujin Rhythm Festival, is that out? I don't I don't know. I don't think uh, I found it. And then uh, they had a couple of sizzle, sizzle reels. So it's a pretty big direct. But as Justin said, <clears throat> what's in the chamber? Because almost all this stuff, out. It's it's over. It's done. They've, so, they've, well, and they've they, not missed with a September direct since the Switch's launch. Yeah. So here's, not here's, September. here's the $100 question. What is Nintendo teams work? What are the Nintendo teams working on? I'm glad you asked that. Because a new rumor just popped up tonight that a brand new Mario 2D game is very close to completion, which tracks with the fact that the brand new Super Mario Brothers movie was set to be released this year. I believe that was somebody's prediction, right? And I did mine, predict. A, I think I, I said 3D. I predicted a I brand new 2D. Mario game. I said 2D. Uh, I said 4D. I said 1D. So I beat you all. Uh, ah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know that they, they, they said that they didn't know that the game, the, the rumor uh, basically says they don't know that the game is going to launch this year. It could be on slate for early 2023, which tracks with the release date of the movie or 2024. But here's the, here's the crazy thing that the rumor also mentioned that it will feature the return of the title character or the playable character from Wrecking Crew, which is an old, old. Wasn't NES the playable game. character Mario? Oh. 
Yeah, but this would be the way they talked about it. It was almost like it was a going to be a separate character from Mario. Now, here's the deal. That's a pretty baseless rumor, except for the fact of wouldn't it be cool, or wouldn't it, like wouldn't it be just like Nintendo to have all of these Mario cameos in the Mario movie? Oh, we know that oh, for sure. Spike is a character in the movie. And right. Not and not the reptile that throws the spike balls, but the wrecking crew boss. Both named Spike. Okay. There you go. It, you did not know look, that? Uh, no, I, seen uh, he was Spike there the, the yes. lizard. No, no, this was wrecking crew boss Spike. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, um, we may have cracked the code. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, whatever it is, I, I, Justin, just rumors aside, I do think they're working on a new Mario game. We haven't had a brand new Mario game since 2017. So yeah. they're going to want to capitalize on the movie. That's number one. We know they're working on Breath of the Wild 2. That's that's two. Mm-hmm. Um, I It would not surprise me if you're exactly right about a new Donkey Kong game. We heard rumors about that last year. Uh, we thought that we would see it during that earlier direct in February. Uh, we did not. So it's it may be there. I don't think we're going to see Mario Kart. I think we'll yeah. see more Mario Kart tracks, but not like a new Mario Kart. Um, and then there's probably something that they're working on that's totally out of the blue because that's just Nintendo. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Uh, obscure franchise or brand new idea that you want to think of, it would not surprise me if they're like, they spend 20 minutes talking about the brand new Sushi Strikers 2 that's coming sure. to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Princess Peach Warriors. Yep. I'd be fine with that. I would be <laughs> more than okay with that. I'm telling you, Mario in a Warriors format, they are missing the boat. Let's do it. So I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that is, like I said, that's the question is what are they working on? And after Splatoon. And so that's, that's why I really think it is a, it is a blowout because they have so much to talk about. They've had so much sitting in those chambers that they're, that they're, that they're ready and they're, and they're pacing Uh, again, 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 a couple things we here's like, again, here's what we know to be true. Breath of the Wild is not coming out in 2022. They've no. they've come to they've come to the mat and said that. We also know that they have not missed a year in since the Switch was released where a Zelda game was not released. So when you start to put those pieces together, you can start to say, okay, now I now I now we can see a pattern. And and that's been a big thing for them. So and don't I get think- me wrong, I agree with those patterns and and I agree that's probably going to be something Zelda published. Yeah. But you put a lot of stuff out there. Oh, for sure. On I this did. blowout. So oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a dreamer. <laughs> and I'm it's like dreamer. I've been burned too many times by those same types of dreams where I know low expectations, high whatever, but uh high hopes. High hopes. High so, hopes, low expectations. <laughs> I don't I like like here's here's I mean I say these things with a level of, of stupid of stupidity and confidence, and everyone's like, "Oh, he knows something." I know nothing. Your uncle, but I believe. And, and here's the deal: I also believe that they could do absolutely nothing and be like, "Oh, well, that sounds about right." Yeah. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna Nintendo like shoot my Nintendo. shot and I'm gonna like hang my star on some 
something crazy? Yeah, let's give her because we haven't been able to have crazy, ridiculous E3 predictions. And I, it's all bent up in me like it's his energy. And I'm up. like, yeah, give it to me. Give it all to yeah. me. <laughs> and I guess that's my, what I want. my thing is just probably just burned too many times by my hopes and dreams of those same things. Sure. I'm good Tim is, Tim's just done. Tim is like, <laughs> Oh, you can uh, tell in Tim's voice. He's like, I am so done with he's you. Burnt. He's had a peak. He there was no, this is, this is like, Shattered glass, Tim. This is like yeah. all in reality. This is Mitt. This yeah. is who this is. It's his evil twin. Uh, Mitt. Love. All I would try that. to say your last name backwards, but it's impossible. I don't. I, I'd have to have it written out in front of me. Right. Awful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, now flua. we're not doing it. Flua. We're not doing it. Uh, all right. Well, who was my alter ego? Was it Eric? Eric. Yeah, Eric, Eric, you don't even, it's not even your name backwards. It's they, they, they named you. It's Eric Von Artisanal <laughs> Sandwiches. I did create a Twitter account for with Eric. Yes. That, that the avatar is the, the photographic negative of my avatar at the yeah. time. Yes. And I think the, the at handle was laugher backwards. <laughs> yeah. Raffle. I've been, like I said, I've been burned too many times by these things and disappointed by Nintendo, what they've been doing lately. Uh, and I think that's where my head is at. And I would, I would love for them to come back with everything like that, or even half of what Justin said, I would love them to come back with. And we'll see if we do get a direct this month. Uh, and I agree with what All In Podcast said earlier is they they want to reset expectations with their communications. It sounds like mm. I agree with that, and um, I I want to, I want to see what's going to happen. So, uh, and I'm open to it. It's just I'm I guess I'm just kind of getting myself back down to the low expectations part, or you know. So I get I'm just like getting the low bar going in like Jesse does. He doesn't expect anything. And then when he gets something that's exciting, it's actually exciting. So, that, and that's okay. That's okay. We're all allowed to. We're all allowed to have those things, you know. So, yeah. So, so Justin rattled off a bunch of predictions. Tim, did you have any that you haven't already shared? Because I have a small list. I'll come back to you on that. Go ahead and share your list. Okay. So I said there will will be a new Zelda collection announced for the Nintendo Switch release this fall. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons Ooh. into Link's Awakening style. No code will be needed to, to be entered into one game received from the other. The save states will handle that for you. So that'll I'm be a down, twist. That, I'm down for that. That'll that, be a twist yes. that I don't think anyone would like. If yes. People are wanting Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. And if they get a bundle that isn't that, they're going to be upset. So... I, I had fun I, with I, that one. I sometimes love your just boldness, right? Like everyone's like Wind Waker and Twilight. You're like, minish cap, bitches. It's like, all right. all right. Four swords. All right. GameCube games will to be released on NSL Plus expansion pack. Get out of here. You're drunk. A wireless GameCube controller will be announced with it. They will also re-release the GameCube controller adapter, but this model gives you the option to connect via Bluetooth. They're Why not would doing you need to do that. What? Why would you need to do that? Because they already, you know, they already have GameCube adapters that USB. 
which will work with the Switch. It's been released once already. Which was if there's a wireless Bluetooth controller, why would you need a Bluetooth adapter? But for people who still have the the legacy controllers, oh, okay. So you plug it in, and the the adapter would make them wireless. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't following you. Okay, (laughs) eight bit, eight bit do actually makes that already. Well, Nintendo likes to take things that people have made (laughs) for their systems. And just silently maybe they part- it's like, oh, maybe they uh, thanks them. for uh, thanks for making that Bluetooth dongle for earphones uh, there. How about we? Uh, it'd be a shame if we integrated it into our next system update. You're real rough if we just turned the switch on that one, wouldn't it? And then <laughs> my last prediction of- is: no matter what we were, pred- no matter what we predict, we will be wrong because Nintendo will Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo. Oh, I Nintendo. love that one. I love that one. Um, <laughs> I like my prediction was Zelda. I mean, it's it's more Zelda. I think it's time for Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. It's really the only place they can go without doing the the mobile, uh, unless they just go Goblin mode and do Spirit Tracks and and uh, Phantom Hourglass. Uh, which I, how could you do that? I don't know. You need a microphone. Like, the Zelda game, uh, you know, they did, you know, people were like, well, how are you going to do Skyward Sword? And then, well, they found a way. So maybe they'll find a way to do the others. I, I don't know. They'll, um, they'll, they'll pull out a Famicom controller with a microphone and then USB that into the Switch dock. <laughs> no. And they'll no. duct tape it all together. Uh, all right. I got my predictions. Yeah. I, I, my other predictions was my, my one other prediction was this was uh, Game Boy games on Nintendo Switch Online. Yep. Excellent. I'm trying to to show my Famicom controller, but the cord is so damn small, I can't even reach the camera. (laughs) But I'm holding holding Famicom Player 2, if you believe me. It's the one with the microphone. I hear you pushing the button, so. Yes. All right, (laughs) so here's here's my predictions, my dreamer predictions here. You guys ready? Yep. the N64 GoldenEye and Perfect Dark games will be announced. Hmm. Don't be teasing, uh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, a 2D Mario game will be announced. Uh, a Metroid game will be announced. That's generic. <laughs> yep. These are like Justin's end of the year predictions. I Y'all mean, bust my balls, yep. but I win. Tim's Tim Tim has been Tim has been kneeling at the at the feet of the champion and watching how I've it's learned done. I've learned from the master. Yep. Nintendo uh, will release a game. Game Boy <laughs> games coming to NSO, like you said there, Marty. All right. Um a another third party gaming system will be up here on the NSO expansion pack. See, and I so here's the interesting thing. And I, and, I, and I and I kind of want to ask people this question because Tim is, is really leaning into the NSO component of here. The NSO next payment that we have to make for it is like November, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think they are gonna actually like give us something new to really show value? Or are they like, no, no, yes. we're we're good here? Is that your belief there, Tim? Is they're gonna show it to us yes. now? They're gonna show us all that stuff that they're they're gonna come out. And with. it all comes out in like the day, the week of your renewal. It's this something Game like Boy that. is Game Boy is coming November second, and you're like, you son of a bee! I can't <laughs> yeah, when that, when that, that bill because... comes, I am not going to be happy because that's going to be that's that that's going to sting. Yeah, I kind of believe that because honestly, 
What was uh, the president, uh, Furukawa, didn't he not say that one of the goals for like this next little bit was to figure out how to increase the value of yeah. NSO? Yeah. Well, you increase the value by adding things to it. Now, um, y'all, y'all, we, you do realize that the DLC for Splatoon 3, which is inevitably coming, will be part of NSO. So, well, here's the thing. So one here's my DLCs. question. Why is it the DLC for... Xenoblade 3 as part of that packet. Platinum. Monolith. Monolith or Monolith. Yeah. Monolith could say no. And it can always come later down the road, too. Oh, oh yeah. They yeah. Want to oh, yeah. How angry is that people? Are that people? I just bought it. I guess Look, it's kind here, of like we got early you know, you know why? You know, here's why. Because you let the initial, um, the initial excitement about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 cool off. Yeah. Yeah. And then you announce the DLC is coming to NSO, and then you get more sales of the original title. Yeah, and they did it with the Splatoon 2 expansion, right? That was part of the DLC. So uh, the other thing, this goes along with kind of get, I just said a new or remake of a two, uh, 2D Zelda game released this, this year, going along with kind of what Jesse said and kind of going along with uh, what we were talking about before about a Four Swords, which also could link to NSO, no pun intended. Uh, so... Because I think a really good idea is to make a Four Swords NSO game kind of along the lines of what some of the other games. It's a little bit different. It's not, you know, Tetris 99 or Pac-Man 99 or anything like that for NSO. It would be a Four Swords for NSO, I think would be really cool. That would be cool. Um, but if they just did Four Swords remake too, I, I would be happy with that. And then the uh, two more. Uh, a new Nintendogs game releases as announced. Some of y'all are fiending for Nintendo. Nintendo. I've seen this like in a lot of places. And do finally, really, do we really want another Nintendogs game? Yes. For really, yes, Marty. Marty, we might not, but other people. No, no, no. no. How well did Animal Crossing sell? Oh, it's I mean, that it's that soft blue ocean strategy of adorable, easy access things. You, you'd they'd sell really well on it. Yes, and the last thing. Because it's all about the money, money. EA Play will be available on the Nintendo oh, Switch. Get and out NHL here, Tim. Rewind 94 will be included. <laughs> get out of here, Tim. Wow. Yeah. I, I, like that, uh, please. I, like, I like this one from Nintendo. Beer tasting simulator with a breathalyzer pack-in. Nice. Do you guys Wait. see the beer simulators coming out soon? Yes. Yeah, I've already got one of our we've got one of our uh, team or community members already uh, on docket for that one. I bet you did. That I bet you did. Off. That sounded <laughs> ominous. It's not me either. No, no, I know exactly. We probably okay. I was like, here. I was like, That's why are you gonna be like, like that? I bet you did, because we all know who. We got a couple of beer fanatics in there. Yeah, I was so. like, I was like, yeah. you're just so. Well, guys, that's uh, that is quite a, a lot more talk about uh, a rumor than I thought we would have. But we have got a let's discuss question. So let's head over there, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So without taking a huge chunk of time on this one, I'm going to ask this question. Uh, and here, here we go. All right. So everybody has to answer. It cannot be a middle of the road answer. It must be one of these two answers. Okay. Forget what we want. What is best for Nintendo? In touch with fans, Nintendo, or 
old school Nintendo corporate. I think what's best for Nintendo would be kind of in the middle. I you said know, you can't be in the you middle. You said you can't be in the middle. <laughs> uh, you did. These you? are the only two choices we were given. We will I, answer. Tim, did you do this? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I think that, I think it's that, best in Nintendo's it, interest. It, as it sounds. Oh, go ahead, Jesse. Is is that response in the rules? Tim pleading the fifth. <laughs> Tim I need my lawyer present to answer things. that question. <laughs> you were saying, Justin. <laughs> um, I think it, th- th- I actually think it is the fans would be best because the fans at this age now, the fans that we talk about have large amounts of disposable income uh, or are at a spot in their life where they potentially have disposable income and have nostalgia. And I think that that could be a very high lucrative opportunity for Nintendo to really lean into those things that, that we think are absolutely nutty or, or sorry that they might think is nutty, but by the way, they're leaving money on the table. And I think that's where Nintendo could do well. Now I'll also say like they have done well in their strategy, you know, and there's no doubt about it. You can look at the money they're making and where their sales are. So I think they're very well off, but I think that if you were to say which one of these two, I don't know. I think from a, from a business perspective, if you give the fans exactly what they want and they actually show up, like instead of just whining like man children, then I think that uh, they, they could do very well. I think that the thing that sets it over the edge towards interacting with the fans as opposed to not is just we're in a, a very connected world now versus 40 years, 40 years ago where people, you know, no, no one had mobile phones. No one had internet. Every, everything was, there was the only news people got was their quarterly published magazines or monthly if you if you were lucky. So mm-hmm. but yeah, they if people want are out there, people looking for news, people and information, it would be best for Nintendo to provide it. I love otherwise you get these the- otherwise you get these ugly rumors that we talked about for the last half an hour. Yeah. And, and no one wants that. Here here's oh. the thing. Nintendo can appear in touch with the fans while being old corporate Nintendo. Sounds like a middle of the road. It's so. not. <laughs> no, what I mean by this is that if they Thank go... Thank you, Jesse, for pointing that one out. <laughs> if they go completely old corporate Nintendo, it's lockdown, right? Mm. It's lockdown. It's games get released when they get released. You get the screenshots you get in the magazine. That's it. Well, we don't communicate like that anymore, just like you kind of just said. So how does Nintendo maintain old corporate Nintendo without um, being uh, all in on the fans? Just do the directs. Just communicate via videos. Don't tweet. Don't do all these cutesy little, hey, let's gather some strawberries and have a fun day with Kirby uh, tweets. Just tweet about news. That's it. 
but I also I also sometimes think like if Nintendo did indeed do what you want them to, they're some of the things that makes Nintendo so quintessentially Nintendo, you might end up losing. And like, do we want to do that? Do we want to lose some of those things? I don't. I think there's value in them being for the fans, uh, in touch with the fans. I think, but I also think that um, I think somebody said this. We as fans really need to adjust our expectations. Correct. Uh, like we, this new, this, not new, because I mean, we've been here for a while, but this like social media age, digital age of in, in, information at our fingertips makes us entitled. It makes oh, us yeah. think that we are entitled to information all the time. Like we should just be able to like reach our fingers out and like all of the information just comes to us like in reverse force lightning from Emperor Palpatine, right? Like instead of blasting out, we're sucking it in. And it's unlimited power, unlimited news, you know, and that we should just know (laughs) everything that's going on all the time. Can you somebody clip that, by the way? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Jesse. Listen, can I I tell you something else? You may want to clip this one out of the show. Um, Entitlement is ruining fandoms. Entitlement to news and information and insider, everything is ruining fandoms, y'all. And that's Uh, that's not just gaming fandoms. It's like no, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's ruining fandoms uh, across the internet, and it makes it makes people. It turns them into look out for that Genshin Impact fandom. They're 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 a group of people, all right. Like people people who like they just I've got to be in the news. I just got to get. All the news, I, I could be an insider. No, you're just uh, insufferably annoying. You know, and I say that as a podcast host. I say that as a person who is one of those people. So before you come after me with pitchforks and knives, just know I get it. I'm pointing the finger at myself. I, uh, we, I want, y'all, here it is. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to be done. And then you can go. Uh, we all just need to take a chill pill. <laughs> Yeah. And like, just enjoy the things that we enjoy, like truly enjoy them instead of constantly fiending for more. Yeah. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? That's what gets people disappointed when these directs come out and that my thing wasn't there or they said there was going to, they said there was going to be a new F zero. Yeah. No, they didn't. Who said that? Emily Rogers, you know, Justin Madison that? did an apology. Podcast, that guy. Yeah, those Nintendo dads. They said there was a game called Star Fox Submergence, and it was coming out in 2019. Yeah, I mean, we did. I think I want to hit that button every time Submergence is mentioned now, because this is fun. It's funny, actually. Adam (laughs) Roffel in the uh, chat here says, "Coming in the middle of this, but it's a big reason why I stopped allowing our staff to write about rumors. It just bites us in the butt." Mm. Yeah, agree, agree. You know, it's funny when you're thinking, talking about like which of these versions of Nintendo do you prefer? I actually want Nintendo to treat its fans the way that Xbox treats its fans. And I think that Xbox like celebrates their fans, understands the value of their IP, wants to bring them in, wants to be part of that. Where Nintendo is very much here's the wall that we have put up that you that you can't get into. And I think, you know, Xbox says as in like, hey, here's how you customize your controller. Here's like, it's very like whoever you are, wherever you are, it's all about playing the games, accessibility, all that. 
I think Xbox does the best job in positioning for the fans. And I'd love to see Nintendo understanding their brand, understanding what they bring to the table and really leaning into that. And I think that would be a, a game changer. Absolutely. That's a good word. Good word. And I love that, that, you know, what he said about, we don't, we don't allow our staff to write on rumors. Um, maybe we need to do the same thing. I mean, we just spent a long time talking about a rumor. <laughs> well, right? I mean, other than that, we have nothing else to talk about on the show. So right. well, get out no, of here. We have plenty to talk about. We've we had got fun some with predicting events to talk about. Hey, Tim, why don't you tell us about some events coming up that people need Thursday. to be able to know about? Yes. We're going to start with, uh, you all know about the dinner table. It's every third Friday. You come join us and discuss whatever we talk about. Um, we talk about everything. Shows, games, music, life. Uh, it's quite therapeutic, actually. So mm-hmm. if you want to come join in, you got to be a Twitch, Twitch subscriber or a Patreon subscriber to join in because you got to be part of our Discord. So starting with at the lowest point is a dollar on our Patreon. So come join us every third Friday of every month. Third Friday of this month is September 16th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Every month we do that at, at that time, except maybe around Christmas time. I don't know. I think there's a month we that I usually take time off or, or maybe not. Community Sorry, gets who's, together regardless whether I'm there or not. So they get together. Time off. <laughs> uh, shh, shh, don't, tell, don't tell Justin. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, every third Friday of the month, come join us and uh, let's, you know, come hang out with a group of, of people that just want to talk about their week and their month or whatever. So next thing I want to talk about is Extra Life Game Day, November 5th. Come join our team. And the reason why we're asking for that is because one, if we recruit seven new team members between the beginning of this uh, event that they're doing of August 25th all the way up to September 25th, the team will get a hundred us dollars. And then you will also get 10 us dollars to start uh, with your, to start your, your own personal um, marathon on. So, (laughs) so join our team, go to our webpage. Yes. Thank you. Go to our webpage, Nintendo, NintendoDads.org and click on the extra life link in the upper right corner of the page to join our team simple as that or you can just go to extra life's page and look for nintendo dads all one word and you'll find nintendo dads 2022 team page join us there again it'll get if we can get at least seven new team members to join the team uh that'll give us a hundred dollars as a team and ten dollars for your own fundraising hey my son did his part this week he decided he he's like he's done with dad. He's like I I'm done with you, uh, much like many people have done in my life. <laughs> I'm done with you. Wow, brutal. Uh, I'm going this out on my own. And so this dark, year, quick. for the first time, the weekend after everybody else does extra life, uh, he's he's gonna do his own extra life stream. That's y'all, awesome. He's he's listen listen. He joined he's our team. Nintendo too, Dad's he? team. He's yeah. he joined the he joined the Nintendo Dad's team. Yes, and he set his goal at a thousand dollars. That's awesome. That's cool. He want like he wanted. I was like, 
you know, but since it's your first year going out on your own, you probably want to set your, your goal kind of low. So uh, what do you think in there? He goes, oh, yeah, you know, um, about $2,000. <laughs> I was like, dude. All right. $1,000 is like, even more than mine. I just, I said, like, <laughs> I've only been at, like, I personally have only done, like, the $2,000 thing, like, the last couple of years, you know, and one year we missed it. And then this past year, we, we like, there was, there were two people who made $500 donations. So it was just like, holy crap, they're putting me yeah. out of my misery. They're going, Please go home. <laughs> stop streaming. Uh, but no, like, uh, he's going for the $1,000. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see how he does. I told him, I was like, you know what I'm going to do after, because my extra life will be done. Uh, by that time I was like, all I'm going to do is I'm there to hype you up and make snacks. That's all I'm going to do that. I'll get you the, I'll get you, uh, technically connected and then we're, we're good. Yep. All right. Uh, so I'm make sure he posts the link in our, uh, extra life channel. Yeah. He's, um, he's probably going to do it on his own channel. So we'll do that. And, and yep. We'll, we'll figure it out. So I'm, I'm just excited to like help him out this year. It's really going to be cool. Nice. Well, guys, you know what it's time for? Justin's favorite part of the show. Ugh. It's Jesse's Poke Minute. Pika, Pika, Pikachu. I hate you all. The season of light is upon us in Pokemon Go with three special research events to be available in the next three months. Part one started today, September 1st. Parts 2 and 3 will be available on October 5th and November 23rd, respectively. Professor Willow returned from Ultra Space last week with a new friend, Cosmog the Nebula Pokemon. Throughout the Season of Light you'll be able to adventure and bond with this legendary Pokemon. Additional September Events September 3rd will be a limited research day featuring Inkay. September 10th will have the Clefairy Commotion event from 6pm to 9pm local time. September 11th is Deoxys Raid Day from 2pm to 5pm local time. The Psychic Spectacular event will run from September 6th through the 12th. The Test Your Metal event will run from September 16th through the 21st. Community Day will be held on September 18th from 2pm to 5pm local time. The Fashion Week event will run from September 27th through October 3rd. September Raid Events all four forms of Deoxys will appear in raids through September 13th. Eveltal will appear in raids from September 27th through October 8th. Mega Alakazam will appear in raids from September 6th through the 12th. The September Research Breakthrough Encounter is Metacham. That is all of the Pokemon Go news for the week. Robo Jesse. Okay. First, that thing frightens me. Like, just just to the core frightens me. Uh, second, Patrick in Restream has got something going on here. He says, Dark Tim versus Robo Jesse. Here I'm going to add something. Business Justin, what is Marty? I'm just, I'm There's, just like, everyone seems to have this kind of alternate I'm just, personality. What I'm, is a Marty? I'm just like a ditto. That's it. If nothing wrong with baby, we're coming in with the plunder. We had coming something from Marty rope, already. Before. Coming off the top rope with the bionic elbow on Mitt and there Eric over there. <laughs> Hit them. Take them to downtown. Yeah, that's right. me. Uh, I, that's me. I know I have the music in here somewhere, but I moved it. and I don't know where it ended up. It's Holy okay. Marty is what we're getting from Patrick. Wrestler Marty. Marty. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, you know, like oh, I feel like I need a Mark from the UK. From the UK, first time I caught you guys live. Welcome, Mark. 
Hey. It is an early morning for you right now. It is. He's, he's like, he's up. He's like, God, this insomnia sucks. What's Nintendo dads? Okay. Well, maybe you'll be able to sleep. Yeah. 4 a.m. Right me to sleep. It's almost uh, 5. Almost 5 a.m.? Almost 5. Justin, um, Justin would have already been up. He would have had a cup of tea. Yep. And the sunlight would begin, be, uh, begin to show behind yep. him in the blinds, which yep. meant that he was about to say, hey, guys, I got a dip. Um, <laughs> in all fairness, it was early. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that's the man that was God, it feels like forever ago. Uh, how about we talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, Tim, man, uh, you have been putting in work over there. Uh, <laughs> on your list of games. Uh, tell us about what you've been playing. Sure thing. I'll I'll try to be quick here. Uh, RPG Time, Legend of Right. Again, more of that game. Uh, I mentioned before, it's endearing. I just love diving in there and just being just, just loving every minute of that game. So um, I played Uno with Sammy. He uh, He has it on his Switch. I decided to download it. So we played around with it and had a good time on there. We did, you know, just played some good old fashioned Uno with some house rules on it. So it was fun. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. I played some more of that. I dropped the ball on that game for a while. And uh, wanted uh, Sammy asked me actually to play some more because he wanted to join in and play. And in order to do that, I had to get to chapter four. So I got to chapter four and now he's going to be joining me and playing that game uh, maybe over the weekend if we have time. So, um, and then I played Yars Recharged. No, it's not a pirate game. Yars. <laughs> uh, there is a video on our channel about Yars Recharged. Uh, I actually played Yars Returned a little bit at the beginning of that video to get refresh my memory on that game because Recharged is a kind of like a remake of Returns, Yars, Yars Returns. Uh, it's an old. Uh, Atari 2600 game. Uh, and uh, it's, I like the recharged version of it. Definitely. The 2600 did not age well. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I, I, I did see the little bit of that video and you were struggling with that version. Yeah, I was, I could not remember anything how to play that game. And I had to go back to reading the directions and what you're supposed to do in that. But I think, I see that actually actually diving into the manual on that learning how to play a little bit and going to play the remake helped me see that's uh, what i said last week it, it, the game came with a comic book and that, reading that explained the game yes the manual helped play the original game because the manual is actually in that because i was playing it off the atari collection uh which came up for the switch i think first or second year of the switch um so that was fun to be able to play a little bit of that and then play recharged um I also played Disney Dream Light Valley. The it was actually creating the avatar they had that you could download to your PC and then use that avatar when the game comes out. I did pre-order it, so when I that game comes out, I'm going to stream it on our channel. So keep an eye out on that. So because they, uh, I think the early release is on the sixth, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's going to be the 6th or the 8th. I can't remember which one of those two it is, but it's coming up next week. Uh, and I already saw it come up pre-downloaded on my Switch. Uh, so 
looking forward to that. And if anybody knows, if they watched me do the stream of creating the avatar, I was on the fence about which version of Disney Dreamlight Valley I was going to pre-order. I ended up going with the ultimate uh, edition, uh, which was $60, I think. Um, but the reason why I went with that, I bought it on the Switch, I pre-ordered it on the Switch, is because if you have Xbox Game Pass, you get the standard edition with Game Pass. Uh, and the only way you can play the early release or the early access is if you own a, founda- a Founders Pack, which I got the Ultimate on the Switch, and then I'll have access to the standard on the Xbox. So I can play it in those two areas without having to pay it for it twice. So in order to play early access, you got to have a founder's pack just to let people know. So if you already have Xbox, you don't have to buy anything. If you're paying for game pass, sorry. Uh, if you got that ultimate game pass there. All right. So I got that. I also have been playing Saturday edition on the play date, which is a game that came out for the play date. If you don't know what that is, that's the little handheld uh, device here that you can play uh the little yellow device you might be seeing around tiny little device kind of a little game boy-esque type game thing with a wheel on the side a a crank um saturday edition is very interesting game because it's about a gentleman who made headlines back in 1976 with the account of an alien abduction and then his life on another world there and eventually return to earth about 10 years later um Uh, And in that 10 years later, he finds himself in the news again. So I found that to be very interesting that all of that story content is in this little tiny device on this little game. So it's got me intrigued. I've been messing around with that and uh, we'll see where it goes. So that's what I've been playing. Awesome. Justin, what you been playing there, bud? Um, this week I've been playing Call of the Lamb, still continue to play that. However, I will tell you that it has gotten me to a point where I need to probably put it down for a bit because it has frustrated me with soft locks and, uh, like the game shutting itself, not shutting itself down, but just basically locking. And it's happened enough that it's starting to really jar me out of it. But yet there's still this like animal crossing addictiveness of like, I need to go in and do this thing and do that. And so that has been sort of frustrating, but I, but so call the lamb. I've been playing more of it, um, but I'm also slightly frustrated with it. I can't wait for like, you know, six weeks from now when a really good patch comes out and super, super stable, then that would be fantastic. Um, another thing I have fallen into uh, for those of you that are like, this shouldn't be shocked, but I have fallen back into Fortnite. Um, And the reason being is that we have been um, looking after a friend of ours uh, son and he's really super into Fortnite. So every day he's like, Hey, can we play some Fortnite? And I'm like, okay. And so I have whipped through my battle pass. Uh, I am just about now done my battle pass um, in a very short amount of time. So that was kind of fun. Um, And I picked up this week. I did pick up the teenage mutant Ninja Turtle collection. I haven't, I had a chance to jump into the, uh, the NES, the original, the original one. Uh, and I played about 10 minutes of that thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is like, it's exactly what I remembered it to be. And the care and love that they, they do to the game and the collection and the art and like the behind the scenes stuff is freaking amazing. Like Look, that is, that is what y'all, every y'all single, know, 
Y'all know that, that retro's my wheelhouse. This is the best retro collection that is out. Yeah. Bar none on yeah. any system. The, the, the amount of love that was put into this collection. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's pretty amazing. If you don't believe me, you can go over to our YouTube channel and we've got an overview video there where I just go through like showing you all the games that are available, the the different modes, different uh, options you have, uh, and also going into like the turtle layer in there and showing all the nostalgia pieces and stuff. So uh, it is 100 billion percent worth every dollar that you spend on that if you're a Turtles fan. If you played uh, any of those games as a kid, it's like an instant trip back to your room on Friday night with pizza and Kool-Aid. Yeah. And, and, and then I also remembered like how just hard, like that, that, uh, that, um, uh, the NES original turtles is like, you're like, Oh man, this game, you know, can I tell you that can I tell you the the, the best part about this retro collection, Mm. you can watch the game being played. Oh, really? So there's a button you can press. You can watch the game. Now, hang on, Justin, and do one better. At any time, you can press the button and pick up the game from where it is in the video. You can actually oh. play it. That's really? awesome. That's crazy. That's very cool. Underwater. Every, I like it. Ninfrendo's like underwater. Everybody, the I moment made you it say underwater, underwater part, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty decent at video games. The yeah. underwater tur- turtle part proves every time, no, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true, isn't it? Yeah, like it, but it, but you know, it's it's fun because like the moment you play it, if you play the games like we all did growing up, like the nostalgia hits you square in the face, and um, yeah, you know, the, even the even the graphics, um, like do the glitch right? They do that kind mm-hmm. of like you can take that out if you want to. Too. Oh man, why why would you? Right? right, like it's just yeah, it's so it's amazing. Good. It's so yeah, and again, I've only played just a little bit of that, but uh, it's it's so so good. Marty, you've been playing more of it. Do you want to talk more? But that's all I've been really well, no, playing. No, no, I was just all I was going to add to it was just how much fun it is and how, uh, like I think it's it's a perfect way to kind of cap off like Shredder's Revenge. You know, came out mm-hmm. a few months ago. It's fantastic. I've loved playing that with my son and introducing him to Turtles beat 'em ups, which he's played before. Like he has played Turtles in Time and everything before on Super Nintendo, but now we can play it anytime we want to. And I really am like, I... Can you do... I guess, here's here's the part that really surprised me Mm. was realizing how big an impact Ninja Turtles had on me as a kid. (laughs) Because, okay, like, y'all, Turtles kind of launched around the time that I was like nine or ten, so I was kind of like, it was the last like kids show cartoon toy line that I was really into yep. super big uh, because I had Transformers and G.I. Joe and He-Man and all that. That was earlier on in the 80s. And now see, that Turtles, was when I was 10. <laughs> yeah. See, Turtles, Turtles for me was like that transition mm-hmm. to preteen. Uh, and so I remember having the original Turtles and the Turtle Van and Krang and all the, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, it, like the nostalgia was surprisingly really heavy for this. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And it, the mo- and it, go ahead. Sure, good. I was going to say like the moment you, you turn it on, like every, and you and I are of that age. You, you, I think mm-hmm. you're almost exact same age where like that nostalgia, like look at the box art, 
right like the all mm, stuff i was oh, like the oh box my art gosh. was the best the old ads was, things mm-hmm. like that uh, yeah can I, I i do have one gripe why can no turtles game get the original recording of the daggum cartoon theme song mm. every one of them sounds distorted bad redone it's all garbage I want to hear what I heard on every day at 4 well, p.m. on Fox 17. Yeah, an arcade from 1988 isn't going to have the storage capacity. No, for no, I'm that. talking about at the beginning, like when you boot the game up, it plays a snippet of the Turtles theme song. It's not the original song. It's trying really hard to be, but it's not. During post show, pl- play that for me, and I'll tell you if it matches the arcade. Or no, if it's it not about it's it's not about the arcade. It's about like the whole collection. Okay. Oh, in, Shre- in Shredder's Revenge, it was redone. In okay, this that, game, it's redone. Again. Okay, I see what you mean. It's and there are two different versions. So, like, just I get heard the something original about, one. I heard something about the original uh, musician Art, or whatever. Artistic license. Artist, yeah, it was an artistic license thing that he, he, that person who's being a stickler about. It's Matt, it's Michael Jackson, isn't it? Michael Jackson did the Sonic 3 music. He did the Turtles theme totally, song. Totally. And now the Michael Jackson estate's just ruining retro video games. Thanks yes. a lot, guys. <laughs> Way to be bad. I have a question. Uh, for any of the four-player games, there's are just they two of them. Online four-player. Oh, that's only a good local? question. I've not, I've actually not looked, uh, but I would assume that. Every game is online because online is a or any game that has two player or multiplayer is online because uh, it's online is an option from the very like the very root menu. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like either go to games online, local play, or turtle layer. Okay, I did hear the I did hear that the online is not good. Oh, that's disappointing. Oh. I wish there was a way the four of us could play together. Uh, yes, man. Playing, uh, man. I wish we could play couch co-op. That would be that would like be super hanging cool. Hanging out together, could. yeah. Like that'd totally. be pretty amazing. That would be awesome. You guys all live in Northern Land. It's really hard to get up there. I have to go through snow and ice and bears. And <laughs> you got to go through the North Wall or whatever that. Was I've got to break through the Mason Dixon line. Uh, the Northern Wall. Yeah, the northern wall. I've got to go beyond the wall. Uh, <laughs> no, there's not anything else I want to say about Cowboy Collection, even though uh, just that it's awesome. It's fantastic. And I, I yeah, and I won't add much more to it other than like this is how you do a retro. Like I, all these collections uh, have come yes. up before. I was like, I don't really particularly care about. Um, but I, but like this one, everything they've done for is just so good. Here's so the thing. Good. Here's where they nail it: is it's not just about. The games. It's about the box. It's about the culture that surrounds yeah. the, the the games. It's about the series the games based on. Mm-hmm. Like Mega Man did a, a good job. They did a good job on that with like having you know music and art and boxes and stuff. But um, I just feel like this is a little extra. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. yeah, thirteen games, guys. And yeah, some of them are are uh, repeats. But look, do not sleep. Do not sleep on Fall of the Foot Clan, the original Turtles Game Boy game. 
It's I remember, awesome. I I used to play that on the Game Boy, and it I is so it too. good. That was one for that was Game the only Boy Turtles game. game I had was that one. The art, the, the pixels, like the the characters are huge. The sprite work is so good. Um, they just did a great job of capturing turtles in that game. Um, so yeah, totally fine. Uh, did you have any other games you were playing, Justin? Because I I mean, no, I'm, I'm good. Now. I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'll just I'll slip in here and talk about um, one game uh, that I finished, and that is Live Alive. Guys, Ooh. right now I'm going to tell you this. Right now, Live Alive is my game of the year. Wow, that's crazy. It's it is ridiculously good. It is so good, uh, and I can't say anything without spoiling it because like. There, there is so much. I will say this. I'll say this. Okay. I have never played an RPG game before and probably won't play one very much since where an entire chapter of the game, you can finish the game as the villain. Hmm. It's epic. It's so good. And so I played it. I got the bad ending. I got, I went back and did it right. And I put about uh, five more hours into it. I got the uh, good ending. Uh, so I won't say 100%, but I did what I needed to do to do that, which was take all the heroes uh, or find all the heroes in the final um, place and take them to their dungeon trial and find their weapon, their ultimate weapon. And then we went to fight the final boss which actually uh, the whole like the whole final chapter of this game, including the final boss fight and credits cannot be uh, pictures can't be taken of it. Video can't be taken of it natively on the switch. Uh, you would have to stream it and record it that way. Uh, but it's really good. It's really good. Adam um, Raffle asks Marty, do you agree? You miss a lot if you don't complete them all to wrap the entire story. Uh, I would want to know what he means by complete them all because uh, when you go to that final area, you choose one of the heroes that you've already played as to be your party leader. And then they find and find slash rescue everyone else. So technically the game is telling me I completed it with uh, a Bomaru. Um, but I had a party of other people without getting too far into it. Um, I, I think you miss it. Like if you just get the man ending where you just go and it's like, Oh, I found four people and I beat it. You do miss out a lot. I, yeah, I he do says agree. some people have only played a few of the RPG stories and called it a day. No, no, you got it. And here's the deal. Like if you start noticing through as you play it, I've said this before, there's different details that that keep popping up in all of them, like different names that are the same, uh, different kind of threads that and you can kind of start seeing the, the, the initial seven chapters do not weave together at all. Like you're not going to find a thread of prehistory in near future. You're not. Uh, but you are. It all does come together in a beautiful way. And you need to play it. Um, it's just, it's so good. Y'all like, I don't, it restored my faith in JRPGs. I'm going to say that. Episode <laughs> asks, really can you kill Palom and Porum? Uh, they're not in this game. 
they're from Final Fantasy IV. From case that is correct. Confused. That is correct. Um, one of the most heartbreaking moments of my early teen years, getting to that moment in Final Fantasy IV. Ugh, I hate it. Uh, I always thought that there was a way to bring them back. There's not. Anyway, guys, that's live, live. Go play it. Game of the year. It will probably still be my game of the year at the end of the year. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say that it's gonna be my Nintendo game of the year. That's, I mean, that's barring God of War Ragnarok, which is not a Nintendo game, if you didn't know. So, yeah, <laughs> live, yeah live, I, game I, of the year. I'm, I'm still stuck on the Edo, and I think if I if I ever get around to getting getting back into the game, I'm gonna have to walk through that. Just like so just to get past it because I don't that thing's confusing as hell. Anyway, so what I've been playing, uh, Pokemon Go, I was the 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 final final event that was part of Pokemon Go Fest. I did a stream. I tried to do a stream on Saturday. I I don't think I'm going to try to stream these anymore just because the game is getting more and more to be um, get out and do stuff outside, you know, getting out of the pandemic mode and I can't stream that. And I can only stream it if I can play it at home. So yeah, I, I had fun with it, but it was, it wasn't great. It was, I was, I was just more disappointed that I couldn't stream it than not liking the content, but it was a lot of, you know, go spin stops, go beat, beat down some team rocket grunts and, Walk a kilometer. Well, you can't do that from the house. So <laughs> you can walk around your living room. Yeah. Well, G- GPS isn't that sensitive. It doesn't. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, and then as as uh, Robo Jesse mentioned earlier, that uh, the professor was back, and he brought Cosmog with him, and uh, so th- that event started today. And I have to finish the first page, which requires 15 psychic types, of which there are no psychic types spawning. So I probably can't do this until the psychic event starts on the 6th. Then I can actually get the Cosmog. Right. Uh, I've been continuing my playthrough of Picross 3D. I think I'm almost done with it. I'm on the hard levels, level 10. I finished all the main the main puzzles. So the eighth, the seventh, and the eighth, I didn't get a perfect score because I went beyond the uh, beat this time to get the perfect score. I don't know if I'm going to get back, go back to it and and clean it up just because you know a lot of these a lot of these are you know you got 35 minutes to beat to solve the puzzle, but your fast time to beat is 15 minutes, and I solved it in 1450. In 1455, 1458, there's a lot of puzzles like that. So I'm like, uh, and like the the final puzzle is like, I have a 50 minute time limit, and even that, I'm running, I'm going to run out of time on it. So that's a lot of time just gone. But so I, I I'm I'm going to play a little bit more of that, and uh, but uh, that one's that one's almost done. Uh, going on to the PlayStation Five, I've been pl- I picked up Inscription, and started playing that i always forget how how hard of a time i have with act one but i think i'm still in tutorial mode where the game is slow rolling um things at me 
I think I've played five ro- five runs and failed each time. Though the first run, they they did a change. Before you don't you, I don't think you could get to the first boss before it it threw a wall of grizzly bears at you, so you couldn't beat it to force you to to lose that first battle. I not only beat the the who's who's the first one the. The, the 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 gold miner guy i got to the angler and beat his round one <laughs> and i i would have beat his round two the way i had things set up but the round two was nope this is too soon and then threw 10 grizzlies on the board so so <laughs> yeah and i i have gotten to the trader twice out of the five times, so I'm getting good runs. I'm just making stupid mistakes or just having bad luck with my cards. But uh, I think uh, Blanco was pick, said he was going to pick it. This came up. I, I haven't heard from him yet whether he likes it or not. I'm looking forward to hearing what new players think of the game. Uh, going to the Switch... I'm continuing. I continued my game playthrough of Blossom Tales 2 of the Minotaur Prince. I'm at a stuck point. They just did a big patch for that from what I heard, too. I did see that an update came in. I don't know what's in the update. But, you know, I got the three pieces of the key to open the big gate. I got in, which is, you know, the the entrance to the Minotaur's lair. I found the Minotaur's blacksmith. And said, yeah, I'll upgrade a sword for you, but your sword sucks. Find me a better sword and I'll make it better. The only other sword I've seen is like a sword in a stone sort of thing out in the middle of the ocean that I don't know how to pull out. So I don't know what to do at this point. I am I am soft locked, mentally soft locked in this game. You know, if I don't, I'm going to, either the game gives me a new hint with the patch or I'm going to have to look it up. Mm. So I don't know what to do with that. Um, a game we got a code for, Alumni. It's an escape room game. I did about an hour-ish live stream on Sunday. That's out there. I got about a quarter of the way into it. Like The, the, the first two rooms I went through pretty quick, but then there was a few puzzles in, in the third and fourth rooms that I... I got stuck on and needed to look up the solution. And so even most of those times I had to look them up, I still don't understand how the solution was acquired. So bad puzzles, I don't know. Or I just don't get the logic. But you know, I, this is something I plan on finishing. But, uh, you know, inscription is where I've had to put my priorities on the last few nights. And then I started RPG Time, The Legend of Right. I think I'm 20 or 30 minutes in i'm not that far but i'm liking i'm, I'm liking what i'm seeing so far i'm probably going to pick that one up uh, i've heard you guys actually i heard tim talk about it and seen a lot of favorable reviews but i've got to finish a few games first uh i, I will say i'll add a game to mine i've been playing delta rune I loved Undertale, but I've, I don't know why I've never finished Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 of Deltarune, but uh, I'm further into Chapter 1 than I caught my first attempt. Uh, and I, I just, this week, 
uh, has been a lot of, um, well, school related stuff for me. So, uh, a lot of reading. So, um, that kept me from playing a lot, but yeah, I'm playing Deltarune and enjoying it. Um, the other is a game I have never played. You've never, have you ever played Undertale? Nope. You need to. Anyway, that's yeah. I, I played like the tutorial section of Undertale and stopped. And that's all I've that's uh, all I put in. But I still I did to play, me is in my in my top five. I did play through both both chapters of Deltarune and liked those. And here's the thing is that if you haven't played through Undertale and done the pacifist route, that Right. I seen, probably didn't make a lot of sense. I, I seen a lot of theory videos, so I know I have an understanding of what's okay. going on. I gotcha. It's, I'm not completely dark to it but gotcha. yeah <laughs> well guys that's so what i, we've I, I do playing. understand what you mean uh let's turn on the community spotlights tim it's all yours all right uh monthly mayhem is wrapping up with the qualifying time trials that they're doing in fact probably ended today as we're doing the show um and they will be doing the head-to-head matches shortly um again if you want to be involved in any of our monthly mayhems just again be a part of our discord by be subscribing even either through twitch or through patreon and you can join in on lots of our monthly mayhem contests and other things going on so uh like the bounty board ebisel one recently the biggest Dude. bounty board that the dads after dark has ever had with collecting all the lego star wars skywalker saga kyber bricks or i would say the majority of them i think they're still a uh, hand uh, a bit to collect but the number we had was 1166 that's what he got and he got he won uh the bounty for that congratulations episode yeah, they, awesome. they've rounded that out to a nice 1200 now yes but hey, the original number was eleven sixty six. Yep, yep. He did what he what was asked. So uh, we also have Game Pass News doing contests. They have their achievement hunters. Uh, they'll be working on that one coming soon. But right now, they're giving away a three uh, month Game Pass. So go check out their Twitter for that information on how you can win that three month Game Pass. Uh, which is go to at Game Pass News twitter and it's actually pinned to the top of their uh page and what you need to do there so there's a lot going on in the community there's always other things besides these things going on we have like uh fantasy football coming up we've been doing uh uh the fantasy critic all year long um so lots of fun things going on and there's usually prizes that go along with those things so yeah, usually I, e-shop I, I, I need final fantasy i mean Dragon Quest Three, Thieves 2D, to finally release, or to say that it'll be delayed until next year, so I can try to get it out and get a different game in. Otherwise, because yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, I've already done all my trade outs, I can't do any more unless Jesse's hoping I, for that announcement at the next Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, now we got our questions that we got quite a few here, and I'll jump right in. Uh, first question comes from Mecca. When getting a new game, have you ever felt pressure to say playing it 
for uh, uh, playing it on stream or are you able to let that go and just play it by yourself for fun? Oh, so, Mecca, that is a can of worms. Oh, yeah. Uh, is he like from what I, I get he's asking here uh, is do you feel like you need to wait to play it on stream or just open it up? Just play right? it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's so, not something that like we got a code for and you decided you bought it um, and Justin, so, doesn't, so, Justin doesn't pressure you to play it, you know, because <laughs> you I, it. if it's a game that I've bought. <laughs> then I really just want to dive in and play it, you know, and enjoy it on my own. If it is a game that we've gotten a code for, yeah, there's a, there's a pressure there to uh, record your first impressions, right. To get in some time. Uh, And I do a lot of first impression videos and I try to do those blind so that I'm not either repeating part of the game that I've already done uh, which can be tedious depending on the type of game that you're playing. Like if it's a long tutorial or whatever, or you just don't enjoy it. Uh, but I also like to give that genuine reaction, right? So uh, there's a lot of games, islets or islets, whatever. <laughs> I would call it islet. Islets Ooblets? is what islets no, is islet. one of those that oh, uh, islet, yeah. I did uh, recently on our channel where I did wait. Like, I'm like, I'm going to download this game. And the first time I boot it up is going to be as I'm playing it. So people are getting initial first reaction because I think those are important. Yes. Um, now, if it's like the brand new Mario game or something, eh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm yeah. popping out. Like, I, a great example that's Metroid Dread. Uh, I wanted to just tear into that game as soon as I got it. Right. So uh, I did not have footage of the very first few moments of Metro and Dread because I wanted to enjoy it. Yep. And sometimes you can't do that when you're recording, but Justin, why do you think it's a can of worms? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, well, I think I, we're pulling a little bit behind the veil, right. Of, of kind of what happens. I think here, I think it's, you know, and there's probably this like, woe is me for being, woe for us for being content creators. But that is something that sometimes we struggle with is that we will pick up a game or or content and, and we'll and and we feel sometimes a desire. And I will say that I'm the one that pushes it more than these guys do. Uh hey, we should put out some content. Hey, you you just got that game. Let's 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 do a first look at it. Let's and so there is this like chasing of content, which can be challenging because I think we sometimes feel like it's, it's that idea of like, what do we owe the community? And I think that that's sometimes a very hard thing to articulate and describe. Um, and so I think that, that that sometimes we feel those challenges, right? That we feel like, oh, we have to, we have to put out content. We have to kind of provide a, a first look or our impressions. And that can be very odd, right? Because sometimes you don't want to do it, right? Or you don't want to share that. I, I, so how much is, cha- is clout chasing? Just kidding. No, you're not wrong. I've also bought. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're not wrong, Evasol. Some of it is clout chasing. Some of it is trying to trying to catch the thing that we probably don't really understand why we're trying to catch it, but we 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 think we do. And I think it's also again that just like we we want to share that with our community. We want to. We I think sometimes we feel like there is a our job is to provide you access to games to see games to get opinions about games to take previews of games so that you can make better decisions right we are in a position where we're fortunate enough to be able to get this access so for us to be giving that back to our community to help you i think it's something that we 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 want to do and we like to do and we have content creators help us with that 
but there is sometimes it's like I bought a game and I just want to just play the game. Right. Um, I don't know if that answers. I, I, I'm feeling like I'm just talking in circles, but it is something that oh, we struggle with. We struggle with that behind the scenes. Right. And, and the reality is I will say to these guys, Hey, Marty, you just got a new game. Yeah. Are you doing a first look for us? Right. And he's like, and he's like, I wish I didn't tell you I got you a game. I got a game. Fair enough. Fair play. Right. I, I understand so, that. And it also depends on the game and what, and what your history with that type of genre is. Like I probably wouldn't stream an RPG just because I want to spend the time to read it and get to know it as opposed to having to stream it and read it out loud. If it's not voiced and whatever, you know, like Mecca used live alive as an example, but so I probably personally wouldn't do it, but Roger, he is, he's live streaming the entire game you know, on mm-hmm. his Twitch channel and then cutting together highlights of each chapter into smaller videos that he's putting on his YouTube channel. So that, uh, that anime one that I, that I liked Roger really liked that too, for the exact same reasons. Right. Anyway, and, and some games just probably wouldn't watch well. Like I don't, who wants to watch me play Picross? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other, the other, the other part of those, and it's, it's funny, Abyssal's asking, like, the other part of it is that we do try and align our team with things that they, that they do like, right? Like nobody, like no one's be like, okay, code came in. Okay. I guess I'm playing pick cross. Like, so when we, when codes come in, we'll say to all of us back here and behind the scenes, Hey, who's interested. And if no one's interested, I'm not gonna be like, well, Marty, you didn't do something last week. So you're in now. Right. We'll be like, okay. So none of us are interested or none of us have availability because we don't want it to feel like work. We want to be like, Hey, was this a game that you were already interested in? Did this pique your interest? Were you thinking of, were you thinking of purchasing this, purchasing this? Yes. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, we've got access. Do you want to give a go? Right. And so that's the way that we try, I think, to, 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 to do the content that we put out. Um, so I don't know if that is right. so seems like so a Mecca, better way to share it so, too. So. so Mecca answered my question with the community would, you know, t- about playing, watching Picross. So th- let's test that theory because I did a stream of Logic Pick because we got a code for it. I live that was a thirty-seven minute stream that has uh, has about one hundred and sixty views. So I guess that's normal-ish. I actually expected that to be lower, but. <laughs> But yeah, but the the ones around it are also in the 180s, so I guess that is normal. Cool. All right, great question, Mecca. And the next question is from Spider Shan. The TMNT Kawabunga collection is stocked full with a ton of great games and extras. I've probably spent more time going through the extras than playing the game themselves. The games themselves. What older series of games would you like to see in a similar collection? Hmm. I'll give you my answer right now. And I don't, it may already exist and it may already have the answers that that we're looking for, but I would like to see the, uh, the Disney afternoon collection, have that kind of access. That's a good one. I mean, it does, but it's just not on the switch. Yeah. Well, that was, that was why I was like, I don't know if it exists, if it, if it actually. Yeah, we should did that. That one should definitely be. Uh, on the switch, you know, at the at this point, we're we're kind of done mining the the big franchise for rich, franchises for retro collections, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think a, a Game Boy collection of Zelda games would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Link's Awakening, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. 
Yeah. Right. Like we kind of talked about earlier on in the show. Yep. Um, Finish cap. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the good series I can think of have already done it. Well, uh, the, the one that hasn't, you know, like even Dragon Quest on Switch has a one, two, and three collection physically. You know, digitally you can buy them separately, but they're on cart the bundle. But so, so along those lines, something we don't have is say a, a the Zenithian trilogy four, five, and six that hasn't that did have a that we were originally on Famicom and Super Famicom, and it had it had DS releases separately. But you know, I, I doubt we'd see them because those are beefy games as a bundle, but. I would like to see them, you know, remade again or re- at least available on a system other than the DS that where the cards won't cost you $250 to try to buy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, uh, I, 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 me, I, I still have my cards from when I originally bought them, but, you know, not everyone can say that. Yes. Um, I just want the Final Fantasy Pixar, Pixel remasters to come to console. Yes. With all the improvements that they, that they made with that, like guys, I don't understand. I really don't get Square Enix leaving money on the table with those pixel remasters. It's like, yeah, we're just going to do these on the most. Uh, we're going to do it on Steam, but we're also going to uh, do it on mobile, which you know, with no controller support, because everybody loves that. Yeah. That yes, like really. And I've been thinking about starting a four up on, from that because I, I never did finish three and probably won't go back to it because I don't know. Honestly, at this point, why? And and what sucks about it is, you know, as a Mac user, Steam's on Mac, but they Not only made the they only made the Pixel remasters available for PC. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody would be like, "Ooh, PC Master Race!" I don't care. Uh, I just want to be able to play <laughs> games. I want to play games I like. So. Why are these not available? And for God's sakes, why is Chrono Trigger not available anywhere? Right. Come on. Again, the last time it was released was on DS and right. PC. Right. That that would be like a square nostalgia collection. And I am very aware that they did a mana collection and has secret Amana and all that in there. Great. That's fine do a square NES SNES nostalgia collection. And that'd be amazing. I'm in there. There you go. That'd be cool. Next question is from the informant. Here's a question for uncle Jesse insert full house theme song. We can't though. Cause we'll get, you know, uh strike against copyrights. That. Yes. What are your thoughts on pit cross 3d round two? I'll ask you that first, Jesse, what are your thoughts on that? I remember liking that. I did play through it the, when I, when it was new, and actually have been thinking about picking it up again when, when I'm done with Picross 3D. Nice. He says he's been playing the first one throughout this year, and he's been enjoying it as well. But he does not love the price tag for round two. It's probably a full forty dollar game. Yeah. So, but he's also mentioning uh, this because time I is running find out. out for the 3DS eShop. Do you think Nintendo will put any of their eShop games on sale for one last push? I would like to say yes, but I doubt it. It's a $30 game. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was looking through there too and I noticed a lot of games that I possibly would push the button on for were not on sale. So, yeah, no, I don't going to be. Yeah. I I, I remember going through the 
eShop. Those might have been one or two games I was thinking about, but I didn't want, didn't want to pay forty for it. So <laughs> if they do go on, if they do put games on sale, say, hey, okay, for February first, you got two months to go nuts. Everything's half off or something like that. Yeah. Then yeah, I'll I'll dig through things again, but I highly doubt they will. Well, speaking of which, Bruce also asked, what are the last ditch games you'll be buying for the Wii U or 3DS, gentlemen? If any. I don't know. I don't even know. I think I've got most of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was actually looking through the 3DS one recently, and I I can't even remember what popped up that I think, uh, oh, it was the um, Persona games, possibly. Yeah. Persona yeah, Q2 Q, specifically. Q2. Yeah. Yeah, I picked up Q2 last year when it was there was a I picked Q2 up last year when it was on when sale. It was on sale. Yeah. And I missed I didn't think of it then, so How about you guys? Anything? Nothing else? No, like I, I said I I mean, I just want to make sure my downloads are secure. Right. <laughs> and then I'll I'll be good. Yep. And I yeah. think the Deadline to add money to your f- account has lapsed. So either if your account is tied to the same account as a switch, you can add funds that way, or you're stuck with what you got. Yep. Uh, also continuing with what Bruce said, he posted this on our Patreon actually. And also in our discord, we had a little conversation going because he was debating whether he should pick up Metroid prime trilogy for the Wii U eShop because of all the rumors. Um, I shouted out in the chat in the Discord that he needs to buy it. He he has to. It was is like still, back and forth. Is that still 20 bucks? I don't remember how much it was. I, I didn't I just told him he had to buy it. <laughs> and so he put a message in Patreon saying, Hey Tim. Oh, and I said if he was worried about it, you know, being announced at the next direct that the metroid prime trilogy would be announced and he would have bought this game and then wasted his money and i said if metroid prime trilogy is announced at the next nintendo direct the next one and it has to be the trilogy i would buy him that game wow. well, that's a steal of a deal yeah because if they announced it for switch they probably would delist it from the wii u so yeah yes. buy it now <laughs> so I, I just said buy it now who cares you know what they're going to now just buy it so he came back on our patreon and said hey tim i purchased the metroid prime trilogy on the eShop for the wii u my son is happy i'll be happy when the trilogy is announced in september direct <laughs> so, yeah, so will money, tim. Is what he's saying yes and i'm like i'm trying to put all all of my all, everything against the fact that i think it's going to not be announced in hopes that it actually will be announced. You're using, so let me understand this. You're using reverse psychology with a corporation. But now I shouldn't say dreams. that, should I? Yes. Well, so, well that, that's, that's what happened with me with Twilight Princess. You know, yes. I, I replayed it on the Wii and I finished it the week later. They announced the HD remaster on Wii U. Yes. But no, I, I seriously don't think Metroid Prime Trilogy will get announced regardless of the rumors and all that kind of stuff anyways, because it's going to be the original. I think it's just going to be the original prime remastered or remade or whatever you want to call it. So, but all right. Thanks again, Bruce, for those comments and the question Uh, next up is from Andros from our friends at Nintendo pals. What is each host's favorite Nintendo dad's video 
on your YouTube channel? Oh boy. Well, the Justin first thing I playing just dance is an extra life reward. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was the video that I made when uh the Pokeball Plus accessory was released and I paired it with my Pokemon Go game and had my daughter drive me around while making uh, making video of the Pokeball and recording the video from the game and pairing them up in a picture-in-picture-like thing to show what, Im- what the game impacts on the controller and what controller impacts on the game. Nice. Hmm. Marty, can you think of anything? I did. Justin? Okay. Seriously, it's just... It's that video. There oh, that video? It's, the okay. perfect, it's the perfect combination of, <laughs> hey, we reached our goal. This is victorious. And uh, comedy relief. And you know what? Justin actually has some good moves. I mean, you, oh, you for may sure not I know do. that. But you may, you may you, like all of us, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. I'm not just another pretty face. <laughs> Adam Roffel says, can it be Justin Rage quitting that roller game? That's fair. Uh-huh. That's a good one recently. That was a pretty Nintendo good one. Recently. says shirtless business, Justin. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> it's was out there. Good. Yeah. Unfortunately. The episode where my wife said, you need to stop taking. Yes. You need to make sure you keep your shirt on. For Jody. <laughs> yeah, you need to keep your shirt on going forward. Justin, is that your is that your favorite right there? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I have a favorite. There's some, there's, I don't know. There's some content that. Um, I don't know. There's like a dragon. <laughs> Micro Dragon says, "Me playing Pokemon Unite. Sure. That was a, yeah. that was an unpleasant experience. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Just you know, some of the stuff that we've listen. We, we've done eight years of content. We've done some stupid things. Um, we do some great things. We do some fun things. And we don't try and take ourselves too seriously. And I think that's what. Yeah. Hopefully, that comes out in our in our stuff. I, I, the thing I'm still most upset about that Pokemon Unite is when the game gave me a negative tone for mm. daring to touch left on a menu that's vertical." You know, you know what I just here's I'll tell you right now what my favorite one is, is last year we played the Mega Dads in a knockout city for charity for the summer of dad event. And that was some of the that funnest was fun. That was that was I mean, it was just it was just a lot of fun. It was just tremendous fun. Actually, I'm being quite honest with nice. you. So. I know the the video that never happened because I just didn't have the time to do it was when Tokyo Mirage Sessions came out. I was planning on doing a video comparing and contrasting the Wii U and the Switch version. Nice. I I had a partial script wrote written. I had video saved, you know, captured on the Wii U version and the Switch version, and I, I still have those assets somewhere in my hard drive. I just never got around to putting it together, and by the time I had the time, I'm like, oh, it's too late now. No one cares. I think some of the some of the I think some of the some of the best stuff is the stuff that people don't see, which is our like pre-show and post-show garbage that we do. Um, because there is, I mean, if you think today we came in hot, you should see what the, happened. You know, thirty minutes before the show starts, some of the ridiculousness <laughs> that we end up having. I think it's, I, you know, what it is is it's sometimes just when you just hang out with friends, hang out with people that you know really well, and you're comfortable with each other, and you're just having fun. And I think yeah. when you, and hopefully, hopefully in our content, sometimes we take ourselves a bit seriously, but hopefully in our content, 
what you get from listening to us or watching us is a bunch of people who just have a bunch of fun and are passionate about video games and parenting. Um, that's it. Right. And hopefully that comes out. Yes, absolutely. And I, I'll be a little selfish here in regards to my favorite would probably be the very first episode I got to do with you guys and not necessarily as an official Nintendo dad's uh, host, but actually as a producer Mm. when I got to do that, that'll probably be my favorite. Cause I got to hang out with some, I, I was being a fan of the Nintendo dads, being able to hang out with you guys and do a show was pretty darn cool. So I think that's probably my favorite <laughs> yeah, good question. So great question, Andros TKO three with the news of halo infinite couch co-op being shut down and, it upset Xbox gamers. If Nintendo left couch co-op out of stuff like Mario party or Mario Kart, would fans revolt against the decision or move on? Uh, revolt. Absolute revolt. Absolute, absolute revolt. That Nintendo <laughs> is still, Nintendo is still hanging their, their, their hat pretty, pretty heavily on couch co-op. If, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. What would Mario think about what Mario Kart would be if it was just online or single player? Well, I mean, I, I mean, what Smash would be if it was just online or single player. Well, even just think of this thing, the complete ethos, the design ethos of the Nintendo Switch is to have someone else accessibly play with you at any moment. Yes. Right. They fully that's believe the whole, that the best the situation is having someone play beside controller you. And that's yes. exactly it. Here, play so with me. they would revolt. Very quick and to the point on that one. Uh, next question Hambone Johnny, do you prefer. 3D or 2D top-down Zelda? 3D 2D. or 2D Zelda? 2D. Every time. 2D. Yeah, 2D. 2D. Even though my favorite Zelda is a 3D, I still prefer 2D in general. 2D because it's quicker <laughs> to get through the That's game. Good That's a good point. Speaking of experience, now I can say 3D. <laughs> Yes. So 2D. All right. Great questions. And then we got a couple questions from our uh, Twitter. Chris HL said, what do you think about playing retro EA sports games with current rosters for a small monthly fee? Sure. Now, if Whatever that means we can they do don't to get NHL 84. If that, if that means they don't release the same game four years in a row. Sure. Great. Yes. Can, can my answer be, I don't, I don't think about that. Yes. No. <laughs> That too. It can it has be. not crossed my mind ever. <laughs> All right. A random set of questions from Funky Bunch. Yeah. If Kirby ate one of the, the dads, what power would they get? What power would he get? If for, for all of us? Yeah. If he ate one of each of the dads, what power would he get? So Diabetes. first up, who? <laughs> it would be... <laughs> you would grow a glorious beard. Yes. Kirby right. with facial hair. I mean, it's it's a requirement now for the show. That <laughs> hair. Yep. Whether it comes either from the stubble all the way up to the, you know, full on beard. Yep. For, for honestly, for me, it would be the uh, power to uh, procrastinate and then panic uh, when you've got, you know, limited time left to do the thing that you've procrastinated from. <laughs> <laughs> if uh his power would be uh any choice of hats he would have access to from me <laughs> i like it 
Uh, I would say for me, the ability to, uh, to nag and micromanage. <laughs> so like the ability to solicit uh, download codes from the developer. Yeah. <laughs> then does anyone, or, anyone interested? The, the ability to read a quarterly statement. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Business Kirby. Mm-hmm. Kirby Business in a Kirby. little suit. Yeah, I like a it. In a little suitcase. Or, yes. Uh, yeah. Briefcase. All right. The next question he had from the random questions. Also, this was bugging me at work, but the Nintendo 64 had a lot of games with 64 as its subtitle. We had Super Mario Sunshine, Galaxy, Odyssey. What subtitle would you have given Super Mario 64 if Nintendo didn't do the silly 64 thing? Uh, Mm. I I, let me just give you I, I have it. Hold on. Hold on. It's Penguin Death Trap. <laughs> That's awfully penguin specific. Death but Trap. I was Super Mario think- Penguin Death Trap. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking something involving paintings. Like, and I can't think of a good Super good Mario Lose. Super <laughs> Mario Art Gallery? <laughs> Super, Super Mario Masterpiece. There you go. That's cool. I like that one. Okay. All right. There we go. Super Mario Mario Bowser's a jerk. (laughs) So long, Bowser. There you go. All right. You know what's funny about this? Can I can I just uh, a little aside here? Sure. Uh, We bust on the Nintendo sixty four for doing that a lot. You know, like having something sixty four. Something. The thing about Super Nintendo, they just put Super in front of Super in front of it. Yeah. Super Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Star Wars. Super Star Wars. Super Castlevania. Super Tecmo Bowl was on the NES. Yeah, it's just so confusing. (laughs) So So technically, it should have been Super Super Mario Brothers. Super Super Tecmo Bowl. Super the Legend of Zelda. (laughs) Super Duper. Super (laughs) Duper Mario Brothers. That's that's it for Nintendo 64. It's Super Duper Mario Brothers. There you go. If you go to the title screen, it's Super Mario Plastic Surgery. Uh, yes. Right. <laughs> All right. We've real got quick, we've got to quit. I'll get through the Nintendo Dad's family of podcast spotlights. We have Game Pass episode sixty-seven that dropped. Sixty-eight will be dropping shortly, but sixty-seven talks about Phil's Gamescom interview. PlayStation needs more of your money. Gamescom, uh, Gamescom Xbox announcements, and of course, they go over Game Pass favorites. And then the Dads After Dark show dropped episode 106, where they talk about Splatoon 3, whether it was reborn or recycled. So if you want more opinion on Splatoon 3, go there. They also talk about their progression on Xenoblade 3, and they take viewer voicemails and listener voicemails. And then Retrologic has their three shows that they have, which episode 86 of Retrologic talks about their uh, fighting games. And I'm sure they'll be dropping 87 soon. So keep an eye on their channel for that. On Topic Retro dropped Microsode 5, where they talk about uh, where Dat Fast John talks about Alleyway for the Game Boy. Uh, And then Season 2, Episode 3 of Retro Groove. Grab your popcorn. Retro Groove is going to the movies 30 years ago. In fact, the movies from 30 years ago. In their latest episode, they break down their top five movie soundtrack albums of the 90s. So Gen X folks out there, or even 
anybody who's into the music of that time, go check it out. It's a great topic to, to, uh, for them to talk about. In fact, if you go to their Retro Logic uh, Discord channel, there's a Retro Groove channel there on the Discord server where they talk about a lot of that stuff. And I uh, contributed a few uh, soundtracks of my favorites there too, from the nineties. Gentlemen, do you have any favorite soundtracks from the nineties that you. Yes. I was hoping you would ask the cool running soundtrack. Oh, okay. Is amazing. Very good. Very good. I will tell you the forest Gump soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Is amazing. That was fantastic. Jesse, I never bought many soundtracks, but the one I do remember buying was uh, Aladdin. Yes. Oh, you had that. You had that. I can show you the world. I had the one with shining, shimmering splendor. I had the version that had the correct. Since when did you let your heart (laughs) decide? Oh, Oh, that hurts. Okay. (laughs) I had. Yeah, okay. This is like the first print of discs. I don't have it anymore. I wish I still had it. Where the opening theme, the opening song had the right opening s- lyric. They changed it on the home video and they changed it on subsequent OSTs. Uh-oh. Where they nice. cut off was your it, ear if offensive? they don't like your face. Ah, okay. If- so if you watch a Blu-ray, it's not going to have that lyric in it. Only like the original V. I don't even think the original VHS had it. It's on YouTube. It. You can find it. I'm and sure Fredo. you can find it. But that bothers me. Every time I hear the new lyric, like, that's not how it's supposed to be. 30 years ago, that's not, that still bothers me. Ninfrendo coming in here, hitting hard. Titanic. Near. Oh, boy. Far wow. you are. Speaking of Retro Groove, uh, let me throw it out there, too, real quick. Retro Groove has done episode three of We Are OFLK uh, for us in our videos. They are guest uh, first looks and reviews of actually of that uh, those episodes. I think they're coming out. We Are OFK is coming out with five episodes, if I remember correctly. He's done a video for the first three that's come out and he'll be doing the other two coming out later. So keep an eye on our channel Ooh. for those. And thanks to Liam of retro Groove for doing that for us. That's awesome. That's everything for our show, our family podcast. Okay. Well guys, with that, we're going to close up episode 390. Uh, and we want to thank you for joining us uh, and listen to us go off the rails a little bit tonight, but Hey, every now and then it's Okay. As we close up, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, Alexander Ocampo, RJ Kern, and Chad Benoist. They're in at the $30 level over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. You can go over there and join up and be one of our patrons as well and get lots and lots of uh, great stuff over there, patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Uh, or you can follow us on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, those counts are growing each and every day as we speak. And we've got 14 Twitch subscribers right now who also get access to our Discord community by giving us their Twitch Prime subscription each and every month. If you're an Amazon Prime subscription holder, please feel free. Go in there. Uh, toss us your free Twitch Prime subscription. We would love to have it. You get access to the Discord as well. And real quick, too, they have a percentage off right now going on if you subscribe oh. on Twitch. So I think nice. it's like 20% off you get... Uh, I think isn't Twitch isn't this uh, September? September, yes. yes. Yeah, yes. And, and I, if I, I think I read if you were subscribed for longer, you'll get a deeper discount. 
Nice. I think I read that in the email. All right. Well, you can also head over to uh, manscaped.com and uh, get score some free gear with the code, not free, discount gear, uh, with the uh, code NINDADS. That's an I-N-D-A-D-S. Uh, you can also head over to nintendodads.org where you can find all kinds of info about where to find us on social media, our Patreon page, uh, our Extra Life campaign. And remember, if you join up uh, and we reach so many, how many is it, Tim? Seven. Seven, yes. Yep, seven. That's we correct. get to all start with a little bit of money in the pot. So go on yes. over uh, to uh, either extra-life.org, search for Nintendo Dads, or you can find it at nintendodads.org. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-IN-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. We would love to feature your voicemail on the show. I want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show and I'll remind you, wherever you download and listen to this podcast, whatever your app of choice is, whatever your service of choice is, go in there, leave us a five-star review, uh, write some nice words about the show. It helps people find the show. And look, one of the best ways you can help people find the show is just share it with them. Hit that little box with the arrow coming out of it. Share it. Say, hey, I think you'd like this. You're a Nintendo fan. You're a dad. It's Nintendo yeah. Dads. Check it don't out. Even, don't even give people gifts anymore. Just send them like links send them to links our show to and our say podcast. like, happy birthday. You're welcome. That's it. That's it. <laughs> happy birthday. Here's a podcast. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, this has been episode 390 for me, for Justin, for Tim and Jesse. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later, peeps. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is. Sound like the goddamn Nintendo dads all of a sudden.